It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I'm running for president of the United States of America. <laughs> wow. Like Pro little, wrestler? That's got his little kid get off the bus that we posted yesterday. That's right. It's Sorry, over, baby! It's over! Well, that was Tim Scott. <laughs> you knew he was running over the weekend. The speculation's been happening for months. Now it's official. He's got to say it before a crowd, right? And that happened in South Carolina yesterday. You no, know, I kind of like this guy. You know, he's, the nicest thing about Tim Scott, and then I, I don't know much about his politics. I, will, I have to go delve into what his theories are. But he is extremely optimistic. That's his thing. That's and, his thing is his success story. Yeah, you know what? And and run on it, bud, because your success story is, in, in my opinion, incredible. But, I mean, even in diversity, I mean, he's he's one of those people. You know, we, we all have somebody like that we've crossed in our lives. No matter how bad the day is, how bad the situation is, they're always pleasant. They're always happy. Just and like That me. ain't us. <laughs> but we, we work through it. We, we, you and I, we punch our way out of things. Well, I, I vent. I, I speak. I talk yeah, to myself. I, I yell out loud, and, and and my kids are like, why are you complaining? I said, I'm venting. It, it There's get, nothing wrong with that. I said, I vent. I get it out, and it's done. Exactly. I said, and then I move on. I would trust that more than I would somebody that's always smiling because they snap at some point. Well, <laughs> we've got a few of those around Well, here. there's yeah. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> that background you spoke of, here it is. Yeah. My mom was too busy. My dad wasn't there. I felt disillusioned and angry, and I was challenged, young man. And I felt like the weight of the world was accumulating on my shoulders. But turned it around. A success story. No wonder who influenced him. I don't know. Somebody got to him. Somebody with the right mindset got to this guy who could have been, he could just as easily have been a career criminal. And oh, you yeah. can say that about everyone. I, all of us, right? You know, I, I, you know, if you're not pushed in the right direction, kicked in the butt every now and then, you, I mean, you usually fall down, get back up, and you got a choice: you either sit there and lay there and, and wallow in self pity, or you get up and you do something about it. So now let's compare the reaction to him running, okay, as opposed to some of the other things Trump has called, you know, desanctimonious. Everybody else, you know, doesn't like doesn't like anybody else that's a possible threat in his way, unless he likes you. It, is, it appears he likes Tim Scott a lot. What did Trump truth? He wished him good luck yesterday as wow. soon as he ran. He said it's uh, rapidly loading up the races with tons of people. Tim is a big step up from Ron DeSanctimonious. He's totally unelectable. <laughs> oh, jeez. And I forgot about this, but he's right. He's, Trump says, I got opportunity zones done with Tim, a big deal that has been highly successful. Good luck, Tim. That was for small business owners. It was great. Wow. I forgot about that. He did work with him. So he likes him. He maybe, does like him. Maybe he's looking at him as a VP. Yeah. Does he like him enough? And is it advantageous enough to have Tim Scott as a VP? I don't know. I, it usually, it, with, you know, we always talk about who the VP pick is. It traditionally has always been somebody from... Uh, the other part of the country because they don't know you well, you know, but everybody knows Trump. So that kind of goes, the geog- geography issue goes out. I think what he needs to do, he needs to pick somebody that people like from a state where he isn't liked, like a know. Michigan, you know, a New York. No, that was always the plan. I think it's different now. I really do. Because the Democrats play that, you know, identity politics kind of thing. It's True. not like about geography now. It's about your gender and your race and your this and that and whatever. So I, I don't know. I, I thought Trump would pick a woman. 
I if between a, oh, who's going to pick Nikki Haley? I, for some oh, reason, please, and I've no. never been able to understand it. Trump loves Nikki Haley. That'll I don't get it. It'll kill him. It will, I think it will kill him. It'll He's, kill him. There's a lot of people, a lot of Republicans that call her like the ultimate rhino. That's the Sarah Palin effect right there. Don't don't do that. I don't. And, I, you know, I, and, and nothing against Sarah Palin. I mean, the woman did incredible things. Right. But it destroyed that campaign. Uh, but think I, about Tim Scott for a second. I I would love to see Tim Scott as vice president. I was actually going to ask you guys. What is more important these days? You know, because back in the day, like, you know, when Kennedy was running, right? No, VP, that, that, that's when it was huge to have somebody from a different part of the country. It was all about yeah. geography. Huge. Right. So yeah, he because had, no one knew you. No. Right. The LBJ was from the South. He was a, you know, he was the South. Exactly. He was the Southern Texas Democrat. That's what he was. So that geographical politics was more important there. Absolutely. Right. But I think I actually side with Bill more than you, Jen, in this because I think that has shifted with, when it comes to political strategy and just society as a whole right now. The country has shrunk with social media. Yeah. People are traveling more. True. You know, everybody's out and about. And now I think it's more about what the Democrats have pushed it toward to, which is identity politics. If they're if they're in fact fighting back against that though and doing it with their own game, they right. may they may still not be. I don't know what the, I don't know what they're thinking. And I mean I. Now, listen, I mean, Tim Scott is qualified to be, you know, VP. I would hate to be, just like we said with Kamala, the only reason she was picked was because of identity politics. No, that's true. That's right. Then, you you know? do it, then you're playing their game. Exactly. Right. Now, if that's the only reason you're picking Tim Scott, then I wouldn't like that either. But yeah. that's, that's he's qualified just on merit. But when you look at it as, well, is Trump going to pick a black man for his VP mm. to appeal to, to the black voter, then you're just talking about political strategy at that point. So sure. it's it's kind of a slippery slope. It is. It is. I think he's more. You're right, though. More qualified than Kamala ever was. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh jeez. Even though she was a me? senator. I mean, <laughs> right, right. Please. But still, I, I, I don't know how she made it up the ranks. Because hmm. when I listen to her talk, I'm thinking you're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, another guy who's been brought up is Byron Donaldson. You know, from well, well, right we, here. But yeah, but that's because we like him. I mentioned you mentioned Byron Donaldson yeah. to somebody who lives in Ohio. They go, who? True. They don't know who he is. Very true. Not yeah. you need, doesn't not have yet. the name recognition. Ada. Even though he's on every interview in the world now, he's yeah, not there yet. He's not there yet. Tim you Scott get, is the bigger name. He's yeah. without a doubt. He's the bigger name. I, I, I would love to see him as the I, vice president. Right. When you go just on merit, I like Tim Scott just as Tim Scott. Right. But that is going to be in the back of I'm sure Trump's campaign, back of their minds. Well. He's going to appeal to the black voters, so maybe we should consider him. I don't know. Whether I, that's right I or wrong, like that's, that's that, kind of uh, where the game is today. I it like is. Vivek Schwami there. I like him, too. I like him. The Schwam. So, the Schwam. <laughs> the Schwam is good. good. Good ideas. I, how about him for attorney general? Boy. Well, that wouldn't happen. He's not, a, he's not a lawyer. He's a business guy. But somewhere in the administration would love yeah. to see that. How about the Department of Transportation? Yeah. At least maybe <laughs> straighten it out. Get out, Pete. Small business. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like Small that. SBA, yeah. you know, there's a million places you can put all these guys if he likes you. Yeah, no nickname yet for Tim. <laughs> no, does Trump ever, Trump ever get positive nicknames? I don't think he has. No, <laughs> not no. that I can remember. No. Yeah. Well, we've got another one. It's the Wild Kingdom. 2023 will go down in history as the year of the bear encounter, but nothing like this we've ever seen. You know, this guy, he, he was right. It's in British Columbia. Okay, so let's go to a different continent already. Let's go to a different country, rather. He's in, he's in Canada. He's riding through this natural national forest, which apparently everybody rides their bikes through because that's the reason he's alive. Can you imagine how remote this is, though? But he says usually in, in the con- I, I don't know what part of the conversation you had. He said usually he goes, I see lots of deer. 
So he goes, I always think that one's going to dart out in front of me, and I'd hit one of those. you got to be careful. That's not what he hit. Well, he hit a bear. Like, head on. And the bear came back. <laughs> I always thought, like, you know, maybe one day I'd hit a deer, right? Never thought it'd be a bear. He starts running across the road, and I just smacked right into him. And then went flying right over top of him. He's kind of looking over at us. He's he's sniffing at the air. He's just kind of kind of curious. And then Sam started yelling at the bear, just trying to scare him off. Yeah, that's a day. That's an yeah. adventure. So what happened with that guy's name is Kevin Milner. He falls. He breaks his collarbone. He screws up his leg. He's got road rash all over him. And he's laying in the road, and he can't move. His bike's totaled. And a couple of people, one of them named Sam, come up on electric bikes. And when the bear starts coming back toward him, that guy, Sam, put him on top of the electric bike. And he said it was excruciating oh, pain God, because imagine. he has broken bones. Collarbone. Pushing him on this, this bike. And he said all he could do was put it in, you know, like squeeze the handle. I don't know what kind of electric bike it is and how it ran. But mm. he said I, I had the one hand and the, and, the, and the power and that was it. And he went like eight miles to get help. Brutal. Can you imagine? But he's okay because those people stopped and helped him. Hey, look, you got to look at it this way. You didn't get eaten. That's true. It wasn't a revenant <laughs> no, scene. No, it could have been close. Thank God. All right. How about this story? How about how bad does it get when the Bud Light buyback program is now happening? <laughs> That's terrible. So it's... much left on the shelves, they got to buy it back to get rid of it because it's going bad. Isn't that amazing? Oh. And what are they replacing it with? I don't know. If it's my bar, I'm like, don't give me Bud Light. An update on that coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. So we've been Google searching because I can't actually remember what the shelf date is for Bud Light, but this is a relevant story now because of this. Love ya. The Bud Light story has gotten even worse for Anheuser-Busch. Now there's a massive buyback underway. That Anheuser-Busch is actually buying back expired cases of Bud Light. Because the beer is going bad in the bottles, in the cans, while it's sitting in various establishments across the country. <laughs> Holy cow. The brewer also says it's planning a branding revamp that'll focus on the all-American themes of football and country music. I want to know what country music star they're going to get to be their endorser. Do you think there is anybody brave enough to take that on? Uh, yeah, because they got to pay a ton. But it's going to be, listen, the Clydesdales didn't work. No. For the, Bud. Remember, they, they pushed the Clydesdale ads again like they've disappeared for years. And the comment, they had to disable the comments on YouTube for the Anheuser-Busch channel because people were saying, like, oh, now you're, it's going to seem like just a joke. They've already rolled out some oh, the camouflage cans How and people are mocking that already. It's just an absolute joke. It's, it's I hate to say so this. Sad. I know this sounds chauvinistic. I get it. I'm just talking from a marketing perspective. You know what they need to do? I, and I, I truly mean this. Chicks, you need you need to go back to being a party beer like the old commercials with girls in bikinis and Memorial Day and barbecue and beaches. You do. Yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah, you may be offended by that, but you do. That's your fan base. Like real doubt. girls. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah, not a guy in a girl's bathing suit. No. no and, that, that, and not that couples. I'm talking about, was it Coors? They literally, late 90s was one of their marketing things. And those twins! Oh, that was Coors Light. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> and the twins. And they were right. just in. bombshell girls in bikinis and worked pretty well. I was going to ask you guys, 
Because uh. obviously, you know, during the spring, this has all been happening with Bud Light. So it's kind of off season, if you will. It, it is when it comes to beer. You're right. Right. Gotta, this is their this is their time to revamp. Right. So do you think now, as we come into summer, because really there's beer season. If a beer has a season, it would start midsummer around the Fourth of July. You know, you're having the barbecues and everything. You Memorial maybe Day with, too, though. Yeah, Memorial yeah. Day. So this is kind of like the beginning of it, and then you start to really get the push through summer, and then as you get into football, it hits its height. So can Bud Light? I guess revamp itself enough, repair its image with its core audience to where it becomes a staple again during football season. That's gonna be the real test for me. They've got a few months to do it, and yeah. if they do it right, they can. Somebody like they need a character again. They need a they need a like McDonald's the Mac the knife. They need something, and <laughs> yeah, it's gotta frogs, be yeah. some sort of athletic bombshell girl. How about that Paige Spiranak girl, that pro golfer? That would honestly be perfect. I, it would be. They need something like that. And, you know, we just face reality. That's, like Jen said, that's your market. It is. It's not offensive. No. It's just that what's appealing to the Bud Light drinkers. It's dudes. It's Joe Sixpack. That's how it is. It hasn't changed. You may want to change your marketing and think that, you know, your, your progressive marketing, but your audience isn't the same way as, as your thought process is when it comes to your marketing. Sorry. It sure as wow. hell is not this. <laughs> Love ya. Nope. Now. Well, I want to know if these wow. other companies will ever, ever learn the marketing lesson from this. One of the no. worst business moves of all time. You know what else, too? They call it cancel culture. They're trying to spin this around, call it, oh, the public, they're not drinking this over cancel culture. That's not cancel culture. Cancel culture is you want to wipe a concept off the face of the planet so right. that nobody sees it. This is people making a decision and voting with their dollars, and they took their dollars somewhere else. That's not cancel culture. No, and it's really hurting Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch is in trouble. I don't think they can save it. Really? I don't think they can save it. I really do think, like, because it's true. I mean, we are getting into, again, if there is such a thing, beer season right now. It's their last chance. Yeah. Uh, You know what? They'll say, I I take it back. They'll save it. It'll never be by football season in my world. It'll Mm. take them years to win back an audience. Years. Could be. Years. It's a, you know, it's a kind of like a, kind of like a cultural thing, too, in that your, your, your choice of beer, now you've had... How many cycles of cases have dudes gone through? How many weekends have we gone? What, six, oh, seven weeks? Six, easily. seven weeks? Somewhere in there, yeah, I think six weeks. You're at least four cases of beer into a new brand. Yeah. That's probably about the turnaround where you've become a Coors Light drinker, well, what a Heineken t- drinker. What do they something. say a habit takes? Two weeks? Something like that? Yeah. So, Just yeah, about, they're, yeah, they're already there. I, I, I got news for you. I, I, people, I know people that will never drink it again. I mean, and they have stated that because yeah. of that one commercial. To be fair, for me, it's just personal, you know, experience. The only time I ever drank Bud Light was when playing beer pong. I mean, that so that's that, right, that's just right. me. But it's obviously it was one of the biggest selling beers of all time. Has not all these anymore. deals with you know the NFL and it everything. Was it was the number one selling beer in the world. It was not anymore. I just love the power of the consumer, and this yeah. is the proof of it. It's it's you don't like something, you're tired you're tired of being messaged and pushed around. People push back. It was great, beautiful, beautiful, healthy thing. Yeah, absolutely. it was great. You know what? That's what happens. Message was sent, but I yeah. am. I'm curious. Can they revamp their image enough to where you know into the summer months and going into football season? If they do something big, and if they do it right. I think Paige, if you don't know who Paige Spiranek is, oh. when we say she'd be the perfect turn for Bud Light, <laughs> right. just Google Paige Spiranek and you would, you'll see why we're saying she'd be the perfect turn for Bud Light in a marketing campaign. I don't even think she can save him. I don't know. 
What, it could, there's an opportunity there, though. What if she did word for word the Dylan Mulvaney video? Yeah. Love but, ya. But it's her. Right. That would be a, that would be pretty funny. It would be. Then people would be like, all right. They, they, see, then they're poking fun at themselves. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. They need humor and they need hot chicks. Hate to say it. That's what works. Sorry. Call them up. Get them on the line. Hey. Get in, a finder's fee. Hey, InBev. <laughs> you import beer. Do something. Wow. All right. right. Well, listen, we've got, hopefully not cancelable, rapid fire <laughs> coming up in about uh, a couple of minutes. That's how far away it is. Let you know what's going on with the world. Just pass bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. See what's going on here in the world. A lot happening. A lot happening already this week. Jen's got the first one. Well, New York trying to change the federal and they're probably going to get it. A New York governor, Kathy Hochul, New York City Mayor, Eric Adams, now begging the Biden administration. Did you guys see this? Oh, the dynamic duo. What are they doing? To move quickly to authorize working papers for asylum seekers. If you come to the United States and you are a migrant and you apply for a work visa, mm-hmm. it usually takes up to a year, mm-hmm. possibly longer, to get those work papers. According to the two of them, there are many thousands of jobs in farming, food services, and cleaning. Opens right now, openings right now across the state of New York. We have thousands of migrants sitting in places that we don't want them to be sitting in yeah. so they can make a living and get out of whatever housing that we have them in so let's pass a law that says they can get a work order right away. well there are there are those jobs that's true but and i'm all for everybody having opportunity but that's one extra step closer to amnesty we're full rights right full citizenship and full of which is the end game here see if that 10 plus million instant democrats that's what they want that's truly what they want well it's they're trying so we shall see but they're, uh, they want it uh, d- done exponentially and expeditiously. There's there's uh, talk of people in Chicago being very upset when it comes to the influx of migrants coming in because they're running out of spaces to put oh, yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Remember that school gym idea? Yeah. Uh, New York mixed. and Chicago? Yeah. Not and all of a well. sudden, wait, what was that one district? In, it was on the south side of Chicago. It, they said it was 99% Biden voters. Right, and they held a rally against the immigration plan. I saw a picture what from that. Did, what did you think was coming? Yeah, exactly. Hello, wake up. I saw a picture from that rally. Someone was actually holding up a sign that says, build the wall. No. <laughs> In Chicago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but that was the wall between the north and the south side. I think side. that's what they yeah, meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't at the border. Interesting, though, wow. isn't it? Yep. Mm. That's for sure. How about that? Well, presidential candidates cut a couple more in the ring. You know that DeSantis is going to file papers. They said they, they're still thinking Wednesday. We don't know where. Diener looked it up. It's an easy process. Could be filed anywhere from Florida. But he's then he's going to have his man from yeah. Dunedin speech. That's the big one is where yeah. where does he announce? And they're saying his hometown there. So Dunedin, be there, be I'm square. I'm surprised because he's lived in various places around Florida. Yeah, true. You know? I just found out he lived in Palm Coast at one point. Oh. He went to Jacksonville, so I or Jacksonville to Palm Coast or whatever. I kind of thought it was going to be like in front of the state capitol steps to show what a leader he is. That'd be cool. Yeah, I guess uh, not. I don't know. I said make it a sports theme. He's a big Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Vegas <laughs> <laughs> just go to Raymond James Stadium from that right boat. <laughs> yes, right from that ship. From the ship. He went on the ship <laughs> in the end zone. That's where he should announce his presence. Put a pirate hat on. <laughs> Shoot off the cannons as he's announcing. And then Trump would comment, what the hell is that? <laughs> he's a pirate. No. 
But oh, Tim Scott has already announced. Well, we knew he was announcing already, but you're not officially in until you have your rally, right? It was in South Carolina. Was it Columbia? Where was it? I think so. Yeah. And uh, well, he was energetic. Let's let's say that for him. And I'm running for president. Where? Of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Of America. Woo! Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. <laughs> Hulk Hogan there. He's either Hulk Hogan or he might be the Powerball guy. I love it. Powerball. I, I thought of that little kid that we put up yesterday getting off the bus doing the WWE guy. Yeah, guys. Tim Scott's cutting a WWE promo. That's I love right. it. <laughs> Good for him. I like him. So I, I like him a lot. Something happened yesterday, guys, in uh, D.C. And I, I'm curious to hear your opinion because I think I know where I land with this. Is this a false flag Fed operation? Or is this really actually some lunatic? There was a U-Haul truck last mm. night mm-hmm. that drove into the fence uh, surrounding the White House. What's that called? Lafayette Circle? Lafayette Square. Yeah. And it, it hit the fence. It didn't drive onto the White House lawn or anything. It hit the fence. The person fence. runs away. Yeah. person runs away. You know, everybody's secret service. Everybody comes out. They start bomb squad inspecting the truck, make sure there's no explosives, all that stuff. They open up. The cab door, and they find a, a swastika flag. And it's like brand new out of the box. <laughs> Crisp new swastika flag. And I'm thinking to myself, this this is just too obvious to me. Like, there, Can you make it at least a little less obvious that this is an obvious false flag fed operation to try to... Look at the white supremacy right. we told you was the biggest threat. Right. Give me a break. It sounds like one of those Patriot Front things yeah. where they have... Yeah, twenty-five guys in masks and all in shape. Exactly. You know, they're all in incredible shape, wearing khakis. Yeah, with masks. That's, no, no, that that's a Fed operation. It's an absolute joke, right? They did have witnesses for this truck thing, though. It did. Yeah, they have it on on film. It's. I mean, it's on security camera. I'm I'm more concerned that you can buy a SWAT stick of flag. Yeah, where do you even get that? Uh, yeah, not that I want one. Obviously, me, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, where? It's like that kind of disturbing. <laughs> I don't think that's a section on Amazon. No. No, I don't think you can uh, get that on Prime. I don't know what that was. Speaking of Amazon, okay, that was a nice little segue for me there. I wasn't going to do the story, but I will. Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, after five years of dating Lauren uh, Sanchez there, they are engaged. Uh, No, don't do it, Jeff. You've been through this before. (laughs) (laughs) Made his wife the richest woman in the world, like overnight. And she gave it all away, and she married a science teacher, and then she dumped him. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) uh, reportedly, they're hanging out at the Cannes Film Festival and going to all the parties. How old is she? I think she's either 53 or 56. Either way. She looks like she's about 24. She is in incredible Phenomenal shape. shape. I mean, it's, it, like, it's, it's ridiculous. And I'll give credit to him. He's in great shape, too. But this woman is, there's uh, the Daily Mail, is because they're all gossipy. They have a bunch of pictures of the, the ring, and they focus in on it. Well, part of that shot is her legs. She got incredible. Aren't I don't know beautiful? what her workout routine is, and I don't know what kind of mega juice these two are on, but uh, it's unbelievable. Well, maybe they are doing stem cell stuff and I things don't know. like that. She's I don't got know. Like a, a cut six-pack. Yeah, she's like, unreal. she She looks better than most 20-year-olds. There's no doubt about it. She's, her face, I think she's had some work done. Yeah, but that's but, all right. You know, it is what it is. But the woman's body is, like, incredible. Uh, but uh, she's also now donning a 20-carat heart-shaped Ooh, diamond. 20 carats? 20 carats. She needs a wheelbarrow to carry it around her. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, they're engaged. Good for them. They've been dating for five years. Well, I didn't realize they've been dating that long. I don't know much about her. Keep an eye on Jeff Bezos, though. Yeah. Keep an she eye might, on his She help. might kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you.
Don't get married again, Jeff. You've been through this. So in one break, we've called her phenomenal looking and a possible murderer. That's great. Yeah, That's what we do. <laughs> she was married to somebody else. Ground. Remember yeah. when she left the guy she was married really faint, like a football player? And, and someone else who was really rich. It was somebody rich. So yeah. she's like, now she's reached the pinnacle unless she goes to like some Saudi king, I guess. Yeah, I there's know. nowhere to move up. Yeah, no. there's, where are you going? She's you maxed out. Pretty That's much. It. So she's set for life. Good for her. Unbelievable. She looks great. All right, you got a Hyundai or a Kia? You yeah. might get some cash. Really? Those, uh, that's the Hyundai company is all in one. They have settled a $200 million class action lawsuit. Wow. Over car thefts. Remember oh. this story was happening where TikTokers were figuring out how to... Oh, they can hotwire them. Put in no a problem. flash drive and they can yeah. hardwire them. Well, the automakers have agreed to pay vehicle owners over claims that many of the cars and SUVs are way too easy to steal because of software defects. Oh. Security software updates, reimbursement for losses. You're going to have to check with your dealer and the company and all that wow. other stuff. Um, about 9 million owners are going to get the money. Well, 25 cents each. Hey, that's a yeah. bargain. It's a big <laughs> payout for the, that company, say, though. That's a lot of money. You're not 200 kidding. million being paid out? Yeah. How many huh? people? 9 million. Uh, 9 mil. A lot of money, actually. Not bad. No. Not bad. Wow. Kristen has a Hyundai. I wonder if she's eligible for this. I don't know. It's a, I, know they, I don't know the exact year in front of me, uh, but they did update it. It's only... Something like 2017 and below. Yeah, okay. or 2018 and yeah. below. Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. We're so. probably, hey, babe, look into this. Oh, we missed it by one year. Oh! <laughs> I swear. Damn it. So, quick sports update, guys. You know, Uh-oh. I'm always good for a sports update. Yes. Only because... Brady buying into the Raiders? No, but that is a big story, actually. Brady's buying the Dolphins. No. Oh, okay. But that was the original speculation. That's all. Brady bought Tua. <laughs> He bought two of his new hip. No! <laughs> Ball socket joint. So he's, I thought you were calling me that. No. So that just, that, we continue the update just because the, it's just unprecedented what's going on with South Florida sports. Again, we mentioned it yesterday, Final Four with FEU Miami, and now that's kind of evolved into this unlikely run with the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers. The Panthers won last night down here in Sunrise, Florida. The place was going wild. It was actually a great crowd. And they went up 3-0 in that nothing, series. Another one-goal win. And one nothing. Unbelievable. They scored so they're in the one second game period. away, right? One game away from the Stanley Cup final. The Miami Heat, sorry, no offense, Bill. They they, they can close it out <laughs> tonight. Right. Don't you know, defend me. They will close it out tonight. Bill, Bill hates and the Celtics these days. And they should. They deserve it. Man, we'll see what happens tonight in Miami. If uh, That Jimmy Butler kid is like amazing. Well. I He's, love Jimmy Butler. He's how, great. How old yeah. is he? Uh, mid, th- it's like 34, I think. How come you never heard about him until like recently? He's always been a pretty good player, but he's just upped his game like crazy ever since oh, he's, coming to the Heat. Yeah, he's like incredible. Yeah, he's really, he's kind they of on a mission. Like Jimmy Buckets. Is that Jimmy Buckets, yeah. Rising in the moment. It's all, all their other role players. They've been great. Yeah, it's it's been incredible to watch. So the Heat win tonight. They go to the NBA Finals and they'll play the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Who finished off oh. their sweep of the Lakers last night? I mean, LeBron's not going. LeBron's out. Oh, that's the end for LeBron. Now they're please. all speculating: Is he going to retire? Please go away. I don't think so. He said he wants to play with his son before he retires, and his son is starting at USC oh, this fall. So, when does he go pro? Another one. One year. Bronny so James. Bronny. Is that what they call? It? Is that it? What is this? Is it LeBron? I, I think it's he's, he's LeBron Junior. But they call him Bronny. Bronny. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Gotta live through another era of this. I couldn't so, stand it. He's, he's just so obnoxious, his father. Give me a million Jimmy Butlers over one LeBron James. I'm with you. Yeah. That guy's wow. a gamer. It's incredible. So we'll see how it all continues to develop. By the way, the uh, who the Panthers are going to face, the very hot, smoking hot 
Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. This team has been in existence for six years. They right. made the conference finals in the West for four of them. This would be their second Stanley Cup Finals appearance. That's right. They were in a Stanley wow. Cup Final, And right? a revenge story. Get this. The Bruce Cassidy revenge story. The Bruins fire him last year. This guy's going right back to the Cup Final that's for the second time in four years. That's right. Wow. And if he ends up playing the Florida Panthers, that's interesting, too. Wow. What is well, they haven't been since, there. what, 1996, 1996. Right? is their second time. One win away, and they play tomorrow, and he played tonight. Wow. Well, Incredible good luck time. for all the Florida teams. We'll see what happens. A lot happening. We'll all right, coming up next, we've got uh, Memorial Day to think about. Thank God. What's travel going to be like? I have to laugh. The AAA keeps upping this thing. <laughs> Mayhem. <laughs> They're basically saying the whole country is driving. They're all moving. What <laughs> are the best days to travel? We'll talk about it. Times. Talk about it. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Anyone from anywhere at any time to rise above their wildest expectations and imagination. Oh, don't do that. Don't start talking about individual success, especially as a minority in this country, because the left will go bananas, and they did already. Tim Scott, oh, you get to, okay, that's his thing. Okay. DeSantis, he's going to run on the cultural stuff. Right. Tim Scott, he's running on a success story, a positive, individual, American Patriotic success story, and they hate it. I, I, you know what? I, I, maybe my head's been in the sand. I was so shocked about after Tim Scott talked about he grew up in a house, a room in a house, yeah, with a his room, whole family. Yeah, I uh, didn't know his father. His mother was always working, so he didn't see her because she was trying to put food on the table. Uh, and then it, and and how he, you know, he was disillusioned and he he, he was lost, and I, he he never really said somewhere along the line. Who it was that guided him the right way? Because look at what he has become. Somebody did, but somebody did, and, and it, he's a great success story. And then you go over to the View, and if anybody watches the View, I don't know why you would, because those women are delirious. But I'm thinking Whoopi Goldberg's going to be all excited, right? You know what, uh, Tim Scott? Yeah, she right. destroyed him, and you're that right. Sunny Hostin or whatever her name is, you're right. she destroyed him too. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? In a sane world. Yeah. Even though you you disagree maybe on some policy stuff and you disagree with this, and maybe you don't like what he's done in the past or whatever, but you, you look at this story and you say, that that's awesome. See, that's somebody that kind of sort of looks like me that came from nothing, that raised himself up. It's a great story. should be celebrated. You'd think in a normal world, right? Right. Nah, no. we, we got this. One of the issues that Tim Scott um, has is that he seems to think because I made it, Everyone can make it, ignoring, again, the fact oh. that he is the exception and not the rule. And until he is the rule, she has then he can stop talking about systemic racism. Clarence Thomas syndrome. That's the lefty oh. I- ideal. Lower all boats. Make Come sure on. Beat everybody down into submission until everything sucks. So you're supposed to tell your children, you know what, when you get knocked down, just lay there. Yep. Because uh, you get back up, yep. that's a bad thing. And, and by the way. If you're successful, that's even worse. And if you screwed up your life, it's not your fault. Personal oh. responsibility is out of the issue. It's just wait until the government takes care of you because that's that's what you do. They'll take care of you. You don't need to do anything. That's the idea. Because that, why? Keeps them in power. That's why. Wow. That's exactly why. I was seeing, but you know what? He then, Tim Scott, who gave a great speech yesterday, by I the way. I thought it was good, too. It was really, really good. Uh, gave a great speech. Went on with Trey Gowdy, uh, some talk show. And uh, Trey Gowdy's from South Carolina. They're probably buddies, right? 
I Trey Gowdy though, I, I can't stand listening to him. That that drawl accent is it like it's like a fake Southern accent? It's like okay, it was anyway, weird anyway. It was it was bizarre, but he starts talking about Sonny Hostin and he said, or a Whoopi Goldberg. He goes, isn't that kind of like a slap, ironic and a slap in the face? Isn't she just as successful? She was a federal prosecutor. Now she's the a talk show host on a nationally syndicated show. Isn't that like throwing rocks from a glass house? Hello, you're successful, so your success story is okay, but not Tim Scott's. That's the hypocrisy. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Or Oprah's. Or, right. you know, Oprah, right. Oprah's like the ultimate success story. Look is. at her. Of course she you is. You know, I haven't heard her trash Tim Scott yet, though. But then, oh, the, the other one there, I, I can't stand her anymore. It's like, stop. Every time you open your mouth, you say bad things. But he's good because he took that as like it was teed up perfectly for him. And he, and he just slammed them about it. And it was good it was for him. Perfect. This is why he's good. I don't know. You know it's what, going to be interesting. You know what I noticed about him yesterday, too? When people throw crap at him, he, he turns it around and makes it a positive. Absolutely. He's very optimistic. He is. And you know what? All, all you hear is about the bad stuff, the bad stuff, the bad stuff. So it's nice to have somebody who's like a, a rah-rah cheerleader, but a bright rah-rah cheerleader. He's, you know? he's somebody to watch, I think. I like him. All right. Well, let's start talking about the weekend. Never too early. I have to laugh, though. Since Friday... Yes. Triple E keeps on sending out these updates. Oh, no. There's more? I think they just, they the next one tomorrow is just going to be, everybody's driving. <laughs> everybody's moving. All roads are clogged. <laughs> they, they started at 20 million. Now they're up to 42 and a half million oh Americans God. expected to travel Memorial Day weekend. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Okay. When they say expected to travel, their, their idea of travel is, what, 50 miles or more, yeah, right? And, and, mo- and they do include some air travel in that, but all almost all of it is car travel. So they're saying... Years of experience and science. Okay. Thursday and Friday, best times to travel before noon. Times to avoid between 3 and 6 p.m. Well, yeah, because you're going to hit rush hour somewhere. Okay. They did science to tell you this? Science! Science tells me. Stay off the road between 3 and 6. (laughs) For the entire weekend, what's the absolute worst time to be on the road? I would say coming back on Monday, like Monday late afternoon. Midday Monday. Ah, okay. You think of it, too. It's like everybody, the entire country, squeezing back into Florida. See, now, when you travel with my father, it was just the opposite. Okay, so if we leave at midnight, everybody's already home. We oh, always, yeah, we well. Always, we always waited till the last possible second to leave wherever we were. Yeah, we rouse you out of bed. He's like, gotta go! <laughs> Jen thought it was a hostage situation as a child. <laughs> I what? Was, ah! I was always stuck with the luggage in the back of the <laughs> wagon here. I'm like, okay, great. Go on the back. On oh, the axle bump in the back <laughs> seat so, thing. We had, my mother had one of those, the old Volkswagen bug. Yeah. Remember it had the well in the back? They'd just stick me in there. Oh, yeah. Just get in there. Back there, kid. I mean, I'd be crunched up in that thing for hours. Get in there. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Explain so much. <laughs> uh, we've also got a little bit more from Tim Scott's uh, announcement there, but we got to talk about this again. More details on the Budweiser, the Bud Light buyback program. They're in trouble. Wow. It got worse somehow. Well, it may be done. They uh, may be over forever. You guys seem to think you have a plan to save them. Maybe you should call up Anheuser-Busch and tell them, Maybe. InBev or whoever they are. Maybe. Maybe we need a direct invite to Paige Spiritek to become the new sports you just person. Want, you just want to see her. All, all right, maybe. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're healthy. All right, that's coming up next, the <laughs> South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I'm running for president of the United States. And so is this guy. 
Ron DeSantis was in Orlando yesterday. And in Florida, I just signed legislation eliminating the use of pronouns in the schools. You can't force somebody to choose pronouns. We're not going to let them try to impose the idea of gender fluidity on our kids, particularly our young elementary school kids. I think it's all starting to shake wow. down, Jen. We know exactly what DeSantis is running on. It's the cultural stuff. Tim right. Scott has just got this American positive story message. He's going to he's gonna run on that. And that and responsibility. Wasn't he the same one that said, you know what, people need to take responsibility for their own actions and stop blaming everybody else for their problems? Yep. Well, and he's right. Yep. And so, I, I mean, if you talk about a success story, the guy's a great success. Other than the view thinks, you know, he's a loser because of it. But I don't know where DeSantis, they keep on saying Wednesday, filing somewhere. Diener looked it up. It's a simple process. You just have, you can even do it online, I think. Yeah, he's probably going to like do it via email, <laughs> you know, or he's going he, and just send it in, maybe even text it. Who the heck knows? But it's it's like no big deal, apparently. But where he makes his announcement, they say, and they, I haven't seen a change, but they originally said it would be in his hometown of Dunedin sometime over the long weekend. So does he do it Saturday or does he do it Monday? I don't know. You know, or maybe he does it Sunday. Who the hell knows? Don't, I don't you know. want to have it leading up to the weekend? You know what I mean? Well, I guess either that or he may be seen cooking hot dogs and flipping burgers. I don't know. And it's going to be at a barbecue somewhere. It's interesting, though, because Tim Scott had a, that was a pretty big, energetic oh, crowd at his announcement. You, you know, DeSantis just can't be at his childhood home. <laughs> no, I, I got a feeling he said that I'm maybe running. there's a I'm memorial. Proud of you, Ronnie. There's a memorial day event in Dunedin. I don't know. Can you bring out the whole town? How many well, people are in Dunedin? I, I have no idea. Wow. I've driven through it. I think That's a lot of people it. say that. I never stop. I drove, I drove <laughs> no, through it. I've, I've not. It wasn't. Hasn't been on one of my recent stops. Put All it right. that way. So I can't help you there. Uh, we've got a reaction now to Tim Scott from the man we know is running for president, so far leading. What did Trump truth? Uh oh. Immediately after two. Good luck to Senator Tim Scott. Entering the Republican presidential primary race, it's rapidly loading up with lots of people. <laughs> Listen to this. Tim's a big step up from Ron D. Sanctimonious, who's oh, totally sh- unelectable. Oh, my God. So in his congratulatory wow. note to Tim Scott, he gets a shot in there at, at Ron. <laughs> Jeez. Isn't that amazing? But you know what? It, it, what? What amazes me about Donald Trump is you cross him once, that's it. He doesn't give you a second shot. You know, I mean, he, isn't he mad at Ron DeSantis for not actually thanking him for getting him elected as governor? He's mad at him for being in the way and taking think, votes away from okay. him for the primary, I think. All right. I think that's what he's mad at. Okay. He really I, thought he'd have a clear shot. It's, it's, but now it, you get every, now you got Glenn Youngkin from Virginia is talking about running. Well, the guy just became governor. I know. Stay governor for a while. They're first, all running. And and Tim Scott, I understand, you know, I, I but you know what? It has been extremely quiet. Is uh, what's her name? Uh, Haley, where where's she been? I don't know. I haven't heard a word from this woman. Uh, nothing except the she spoke out against some national educators association president said teachers know better than your kids, and oh. she railed against that. But that's been about it. Trump, and that I don't was know. it. I, I, I've never been able to figure out Trump's fascination with Nikki Haley, but he likes her a lot. Well, rem- all I remember was when she left, what was she, the U.N. ambassador? What the hell was she? Remember he gave her that big party in the in the Oval Office? Had her everybody in there oh, to yeah. say goodbye. Oh, I, yeah. We, we were she like, was there. It's like, wow, what is going on? What is this? Is a, He likes her. Yeah, maybe she's extreme. She, I, she has to be loyal. That's number one. And he wasn't upset when she announced she was running. Nope. You can always tell. No nicknames for her or no. Tim Scott. No, he likes Tim Scott. Yeah. 
So, I mean, uh, given that if he had to pick between the two for a running mate, I'd go Tim Scott. I don't think Nikki Haley's going to do him any good if he picks her as a vice presidential yeah, it's candidate. funny. I'm leaning that way, too, now, because I always thought he'd have to pick a, a woman to try to appeal to suburban moms. But maybe that's not the move. <laughs> he figures he's already lost them. Yeah, they like Well, me. they don't. They, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how many women I run into and say, oh, he's just so, oh, he's so crude. Okay, who gives a crap? Okay, but we were doing well under crew. Let's, yeah, we, let's, let's go back to crew. I don't see, you know, uh, uh, Vladimir Putin riding right. his horse into another country. Right. Come on, you know. It's like, it's, stop it. Out of politics for a second, into lifestyle stuff. Well, there's a new warning out about teens and social media. This is coming from the Surgeon General. Vivek Murphy is what he says. We have a youth mental health crisis in our country, and I'm very concerned that social media has become a contributor to that crisis. A warning out today that it wow. seems as though all the news networks are picking up on. A warning out that social media can lead to depression, anxiety, and other problems in the nation's teenagers if not used correctly. Have you ever seen a kid smeared online? Uh, heard about it and, it's, and it can it's be devastating. Horrific. It's awful. I've, I've, I, I experienced it, unfortunately, with uh, one of my daughter's friends. When I tell you middle school kids are the evilest children on this planet the things they say to one another and they do to one another and it's, it's horrible it it was this poor girl uh, it, and i understand why you know teen suicides are up why kids become uh, you know uh, bulimic and have eating disorder problems uh, it's horrible and it only gets exemplified to the hundredth degree online yeah it can be you can you can destroy completely a completely destroy their reputation yeah. in there in it's, just it's a matter terrible. of seconds it's horrible and it could all be a lie and they kind of got into even with this warning i guess just the general overall messaging of it even if it's not like some sort of a cyberbullying kind of thing just well, the, the messaging that can be there totally unfiltered look at okay you go through face what do you call facebook Brag book, Brag book, right? Okay. Right. If you're, you know, you're a retiree and you sit at home and you go through Facebook to see what your friends are doing and all you see are these lovely pictures of people having fun while you're sitting in your house and it's like, well, that's depressing. I'll never do that. I'll never do that. You can't tell me that doesn't have a negative effect on you. Yeah, I guess it could. You know, it, it just watching other people having a good time. If you're depressed, it doesn't help. This thing from the Surgeon General is urging app companies, tech companies, all of them. To help parents out with managing children and adolescent social media use, which I don't know whether that means filters, parental controls, no idea. I don't know how you do that. How do you control your kid? It's tough. You know, 10 minutes on, on social media and they know everything. Right. So it's, it's, it's it, but it is, it, it can destroy a kid in a matter of seconds if you get an evil person after you. I, I've seen it and it's not good. Speaking so. of that stuff, what do you mm. think about this idea? Speaking of kids and tech. Venmo for teens? Oh, yeah. This I, is. I can't say no to this enough. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this reminds me of, hey, Dad, can I have one of your credit cards when I go to college? <laughs> That's what this is. Only they have now approved. It used to be, I guess you had to be 18 to get a Venmo account, right? Or a bank uh, account? Yeah, because that makes sense. So, yeah, not anymore. No, this no, is a anymore. bad idea. Well, get ready. Your kids, it's an easier way for your kids to suck you dry. I'll, uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> coming up next as well as we'll get into the Bud Light buyback program. Wow. <laughs> kind of scary. I didn't think it would happen, but it's cratering now. It got worse. Mm, All right, that more next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Don't worry about that rain. That's okay. You know why? Increases our chances of a better weekend. Let's get the rain out of the way while everybody's working, and then we'll have Memorial Day weekend clear. How about that? It works for me. I'm going to put that into the universe. Okay. 
That's I like my that. dual Doppler five-day forecast based, you know, it's based funny. on absolutely nothing. <laughs> I get here this morning, I'm sitting here, and it says, oh, it's going to rain. I'm like, it was like really nice driving to work. Like 10 minutes later, I the, the window started to bow. I was like, the wind was like incredible. And then this torrential downpour, and like five minutes later, here comes Bill walking to the station. I said, I guess the rain got you. Huh? Monsoonal. It was, it was like crazy. All right, so that'll be spotty all week long. So uh, thank you, Jennifer Correa, for the update on that. Our Jen right there. There's Diener on Bill, the South Florida Morning Show. Well, I wonder how... Wonder how low this whole Bud Light thing can go. Love ya! Oh, just as we ask that, now there's so much left on store shelves, there's a buyback program happening. This is, you know what, when I don't know what the shelf life of, of beer in a bottle is or beer in a can, but obviously there is one. This isn't the stuff that's in kegs sitting at bars. These are cases of beer. Cases in, in bottles and in cans exactly. that has gone bad. So Anheuser-Busch is buying back all the expired Bud Light beer from wholesalers after this whole Dylan Mulvaney thing. So how much are they buying back? That's it has incredible. To be millions. Millions wow. of cases. Has to be. Well, they say now they're also planning an entirely new branding revamp, which I don't think is going to work, focusing on the all American themes of Bud Light, which are football and country music. See that just sounds like you're pandering. That, that's well, just silly. The, the Clydesdales didn't work. Bringing that back, people mocked you when the yeah when they brought that Clydesdale commercial out like two days after the Dylan Mulvaney thing, and you see the the majestic horse running through all these all Americana cities, and people are like, "This is BS." I was like, "Oh, this is not good for Bud Light." They had a wow. They did really they took it down. They had a, like a little quickly put together video of like a bunch of college age kids like partying, mm-hmm. just walking through a field. That looked like the fakest thing of all time. It looked like AI generated. That bad. That huh? was stupid looking. Well, it should be interesting to see. You guys seem to think that, you know, they can save face maybe by the time football season starts. I think, unfortunately, they've lost everybody for a long time. You think it's done? Done, I, done, overdone? I, I think it'll take years for them to recoup from this. Do you see? You're, I don't think you guys are old enough. Do you remember when Audis were just self propelling? And like slamming into garages and slamming into homes, people would say, "I put it in park," and oh, all of a no. sudden it would just self-accelerate. Oh God! It destroyed Audi for years, for years. I and it had nothing to do. I mean, it was a faulty part of Audi's, but it took Audi years to get their their you know image back. I'm now sure. they're like you know a, a high class car and they're, they're great. But I remember they were like really respected car, and then that happened. It was like overnight done. And it was when I was a kid. But this is similar to that. This will go down as one of the greatest failures in marketing history. But I hope it does, because otherwise no one's going to learn a lesson. Well. Now, I have to wonder if these other big corporations have learned the lesson. No, I don't think so. Stop preaching to people. Stop putting social programs into products. You just want to escape from that crap for a little bit. And I think, Jen, you guys, as with that Audi, you know, incident that that happened. Wasn't one. A lot of people got hurt. But see, the difference with that is it wasn't an intentional marketing campaign. So true. So true. Right? So that I agree was something that was happening as an accident, a def- you know, a, but some it type took, of faulty equipment. But it still took a great name yes. and a great image, and it just plummeted it for, you know, for a, a defect that they didn't even know existed, probably. Uh, that, that, I think, is a lot easier to come back from. It's than, recoverable. Right. It's, true. it's forgivable. Okay. Uh, new Coke. Another one. Oh, yeah. That, that was, almost killed Coca-Cola. Yeah. 
took them years to, you know, get back from that. I remember that stuff was everywhere. We're getting rid of the old Coke, and all you see is new Coke on the shelf. Didn't no work. one's buying it. But all they had to do was bring back the old formula. Easy. Right. So true. So true. This but, is this is like a cultural thing, a pushback. Yes. You know what drives me crazy? This has been amazing to watch. When you, when you, when you see this stuff and how the narratives work, you can't unsee it. You start to see a lot of the write-ups and news headlines and say, another incident of cancel culture as people have stopped buying. This isn't cancel culture. They're, they're trying to co-opt that term. No. This cancel culture is you want to wipe out a, a product or an idea or a person completely so no one sees them and they don't exist. Right. This is just pushing back with your dollars. Or taking it away. This is like voting with your pocketbook. Yeah, right. And it, That's and completely it, different. This it, is a pushback. And Imbev learned a very hard lesson. I don't. I really can't imagine they're going to survive this football season. It, it, it'll take, in my opinion, it's going to take Bud Light a very long time to recoup its image. It really could. I think we're going to see a sign if they start to recover during the summer. Yeah. As you know, Memorial Day is next week, and then we approach the Fourth of July. If they can start to recoup with some new marketing campaigns and kind of gain some momentum going into football season, that's their only chance. I don't know, though. They've got one play, one Hail Mary play. The CEO gets on camera with a commercial and he says, we screwed up and we're sorry. We'd like to introduce you to our new spokesperson. Paige Spiranak comes out. (laughs) Yes. If you don't know her, you look that up in your own time. Yeah. I think they'd be better and, off with just the CEO saying we screwed up. No, it needs more than that. Oh, no. Wow. And she comes out word for word and says the Dylan Mulvaney thing. Do it. Look and what it, I got from Anheuser-Busch today. And instead of her that saying this, you have Paige saying it. Love ya! And then you could re-own the love ya thing. That's right. If they can oh. poke fun at themselves while I'm also back, bringing in oh, someone like her, that'll work. And again, if you want to look her up on your own time, go ahead. Just don't do it on your work computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. right now. That's right. <laughs> do well, it on your about break. your twins from Miami? Oh, that would be an interesting one, too. The Cavender twins from the Miami Hurricanes. They graduated. That would work. They're moving on. And if you think we're going with a theme here, you're exactly right. If you think that's offensive, that's too bad. It because, works. I'm sorry. That's what, the, that's what the customer base is for Bud Light. They're dudes. Can I, can I ask a question? And, and I'm not trying to divide here. But you took a, a, a prime example of this kind of marketing is that stupid show True Blood when it first hit. Okay, remember? Yeah, All the vampires, show. right? Yeah. The whole point of that show was they filled it with good-looking, great-bodied people, figuring no one was going to like the plot about a bunch of vampires killing off people. Sure. And look how successful it was because it was all beautiful people. You know what? And it worked. There's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. There's a place for it, and it is what it is. Do you remember any plot lines from Baywatch? No, you don't. No. (laughs) No. There's one reason and one reason only. And that's for women, too, to watch that thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Why are we right. so afraid to admit that? It's part of entertainment. You're Leave not. It. Why, look why Chris Hemsworth and Thor. Why right. do you think he's so popular? Exactly. Sex, sex appeal sells. It, it always does. has. It always will. It does. So I, I don't know why people are offended. I, I'm not offended by what you're because saying. Because the lefties want to make everything ugly. No. Right. <laughs> I, you know what? I sit here and look at Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, his, his now fiance, and think, God, at 53 or 56, whatever this age this woman is, she's like incredible. She's, I mean, it's stunning. She's like a phenom. She might have to be the Bud Light spokesperson. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, he may have to buy him. The way they're going. You know, <laughs> no. geez, Jeff, can, can, she can just say, I want my own beer, honey, and he could buy the whole thing. Wow. As we get into rapid fire, I have to Ooh. do more research on Paige Spiranak during the commercial break. So give me a few minutes. All right.
Oh, so you, stop so, it over there. I'm telling so, your wife. So you had FBI Nazi flag truck truck crash. AR-15s. And Paige Spiranak. Yeah. Oh, an AR-15. An AR-15. Okay, you're in trouble. I need a new computer. FBI's <laughs> coming after you first. Just blame somebody else that uses it. It wasn't me. Your Google search term is amazing. All right, we got a uh, rapid fire coming up next. We'll include the uh, Venmo for kids idea, which is awful in ra- ra- rapid fire. I'll have that for you and okay. some other stuff, too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. People running for president. Venmo wants your kids to have an account. We got crazy alligator stories. Jen kicks it off. What's up? You going to do the alligator story? You want to do it now or you want to wait? No, this might, might need some time. Okay, we'll wait. We'll tell you about Jamie Foxx. I don't know who to believe here. First, he's playing pickleball and he's home having a grand old time. <laughs> Uh, apparently, that is not the case. Uh, according to, what's his name, Mike Tyson? Mm-hmm. Is he good friends with Jamie Foxx? probably is. Okay. Jamie Foxx is still in a round-the-clock treatment facility in Chicago. His family continues to stay by his side. The facility he is at is known for three things. Rehabilitation for stroke, cancer, and spinal cord injuries. Well... They know he doesn't have cancer. Yeah, sounds they like don't a think it was his uh, spinal cord injury, so they are all assuming that he had some kind of stroke, right? Mike Tyson came out yesterday and said, yeah, he had a stroke. So severe the stroke was. Remember when we talked about a stroke's one of those things, if you get a certain drug within a certain amount of time, I think it's within the first hour, it reduces the the damage that a stroke can do to you like exponentially. Right, yeah, time's and the that's, key. And when his daughter said... How quickly they treated him probably saved his life. And that, that was the only thing I could think of. It's either a heart attack or a stroke. It's one of the two. He so. ain't playing pickleball if he had a stroke. No, he's not. He's still in this, and he's he's going through rehab. So the question would be, and I and my mom had a stroke, so I, I mean, I've watched this happen. You don't have rehabilitation unless there's been severe damage. Yeah. So he's either doesn't have, you know, he can't use one side, he can't talk, he can't walk. And there's different kinds of case. strokes, too. Yeah, so and it I'm all sure depends. I'm sure they observe you for a while. Yeah, so he's there getting uh. treatment, and hopefully all will be well. But, uh, I mean, you can make a comeback. There's no doubt about it. It's just Teddy yeah, Bruschi played two more seasons after a stroke in sure. the NFL as a linebacker. So. Right, yeah, so it all depends on the severity of it. So. Wow. We wish them the best. Well, we got a weekend to look forward to. A lot of travel, though, not just on the roads. AAA just basically says, everybody's traveling. Everybody's in a car. Just It's going to be insane. <laughs> but the TSA, like they always do, advising travelers also allow plenty of time at airports around the country. The summer travel season officially begins on Friday. And uh, they think 2.6 million travelers are expected to go through security checkpoints on Friday alone. Oh, my God. That's a lot of people. Sure is. (laughs) Pack your bathing suit and your patience. Patience. That's what you're going to need. Heart medicine. That would be a six-pack or like a very large flask. Yeah. Holy cow. We signed up for that TSA pre-check. It's been really good so far. You just like wander right through? No, not completely, but it is faster. Well, that's good. Is that the special line you go in? Oh, it's the special line, all right. You are special. It's like the fast pass for airports. Yeah. You still still can't take that water across the security. (laughs) You know, you got to buy the water that's three times as much, the safe water that's 20 feet beyond where you were. You know, that's funny. You still got to do that. (laughs) Please. God. (laughs) Joke there at airports. So I'm uh, going down the conspiracy rabbit hole here, guys, for the story. Oh, that's always good. You ready for this one? I think so. I'm just going to give you the details first of what's being reported, okay? All right. This came from uh, the Insider uh, yesterday, May 22nd. 
a 30-ton shipment of explosive chemicals, ammonium nitrate to be exact. They used to blow up the Murrah building, that's wasn't it? In, in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. That's so. correct. And also, that was uh, the cause of the explosion in Beirut a couple of years ago. Remember that giant explosion yes. in Beirut? Yes. 30-ton shipment of that. 30 tons. Yes. Of traveling from Wyoming to California by rail disappeared. Gone. En route to California. Don't know what. Nobody knows what happened to it. Who this steals was, a rail car? I don't know. But this, according to uh, KQED and the Insider, they reported this yesterday. So we have that. Then we have this report from CBS that said 50 senators got satellite phones yesterday in the uh, preparation in case for a disruptive e- event. They're actually using the word preparation, and that's kind of a weird word to use. You know, in case of emergency, I could see. But are they? Do they know something's coming down the pike here? I mean, do we add these two things together? Kind of. These are real reports. I just don't know what to do with them. Man, so I, in I, other words, coming down the rail, somebody stole enough ammonium, uh, whatever it's called, enough to blow up the country. Never mind a building. Thirty tons of ammonium nitrate. I, how is that he not accounted like, for? How, how, how much ammonium nitrate did he use when he blew up the federal building in It Oklahoma? was in a box truck. It was. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a lot. It was a lot. It wasn't like that though. No. That's that's like those are boxed cars, right? Full that, of stuff. It was on a train. This guy could this could blow up a city. I don't know. So again, I don't mean to scare anybody. Well, too late. You yeah, did. sorry. <laughs> I mean, it just disappeared. I just you just don't lose that kind of stuff. Those are real reports. I just I just don't know what to do with them. I mean, but those reports are out there. I suggest you go find new sources. The satellite phone thing is, is strange. Yeah, I don't like that. Unless that's a thing where they get them anyway all the time, and this was the new the new would, models in. Yeah, yeah. you would think so. I mean, it, there's got to be some type of fail-safe plan for communication for senators. Yeah. Like, you know, for some type of communications go down. Yeah. That are they connected to uh, the, the Elon Musk's satellites? I don't think they are. Some satellites. Yeah. Somewhere. They have huh. their own. Yeah, satellite phones with. are expensive. Yeah. So those those are real reports. Well, now they can't have TikTok on the satellite phones. That's true. So they're very can't, upset. Can't download the TikTok oh. app on a satellite phone. Oh. Mitch McConnell can't watch his TikToks. Sorry, <laughs> wow. Mitch. Look at this one, honey. It's the one with the uh, the elephant. I like this one. <laughs> hey, do we, either one of you guys belong? And you may want to consider this Walmart Plus. No. Walmart Plus? Yeah. That's where you pay. I think it's 100 bucks a year. And they deliver food and stuff. They'll deliver to your house for free. I think that's what it is. It's like a service, right? Anyway, starting today, they're offering free pet telehealth appointments. For the pet? For the pet. Hmm. So your dog doesn't feel so good. You don't have to worry about getting in to see the vet. You call up the vet online at Walmart. It's called PAWP, P-A-W-P. And uh, they let you talk to a vet and the vet diagnoses your dog. Or your cat, or your fish, or your hamster, whatever the case may be. So you're going to put Sparky on a Zoom call in front of it, and the, and the telehealth vet is going to go, How are you feeling, Sparky? He's going to go, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have Talk a nice to conversation him. with him, and they're going to figure it out. But it, it, it's, it's for subscribers until November 19th, you get to sign up for that. So if you already have a Walmart. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool if it's not something like, you know, if the blood isn't squirting everywhere. Yeah. You know, you know Fluffy isn't, you know feeling so hot maybe right. they can just diagnose it over the phone I'll tell you why I don't like those uh, delivery services though for grocery stores I love them I don't like it because if they don't have something that you picked then they end up picking a replacement for you I may not like the replacement <laughs> it's like I, I just, you didn't do it with Publix you didn't do it with Publix then 
No. Because Publix will tell you what you want uh-huh. they don't have. Can I replace it with this? I see. No, and then Walmart you say chose yes or it no. for me. Yeah, well, I did yeah. it one time and okay. they chose it for me. Like, this isn't what I ordered. Oh, we didn't have it. Great. I didn't want RC Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Where's my A&W root beer? Yeah. Got RC Cola and generic Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> I got Rerios. They're, they're, <laughs> said, they're Heroes. It's like, when you, do you ever go to Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? It's like they have the so-called healthy things. Yeah. It's yes. like, they're just off-market brands of the, you know. This real stuff. I forget what they call them. Zoo critters. That's right. God. It's like the same thing. I'm telling you. Here's the worst ideas today so far. Oh, no. Venmo wants your kids to accept Venmo for their allowance and lemonade stands. Oh, That's boy. right. Venmo for kids. Oh, boy. This is not a good thing. This is so bad. This could go so wrong so fast. <laughs> uh, Venmo's official rules. Banned kids under 18. That's changing. Announced they're launching Venmo teen accounts. 13 to 17-year-olds with a parent's permission. Yeah. The, the kids gets a card. Allows them to draw at ATMs for or a 250 fee, of course. $400 daily limit. So they can just take from your account? Yep. Oh, no. That's we've also good. had, hopefully Venmo doesn't sue me, but we've also had security hacks with Venmo, have we not? I don't know. I think I I've heard of those Venmo. stories. Yeah. That's, uh, it's, uh, I don't like my kids having access to my account whenever they want. Here's another step, too, towards kids who would have this totally fine with all digital currency. Yeah. With no cash oh, whatsoever, yeah. which they're already there anyway now. That's true. And it's horrible because you have no idea how much money they're spending. Right. They right. don't. You know, oh, it's 50 bucks. No big deal. Here. Right. See, just go into into debt. The whole country's into debt. Don't worry. Ah, I understand you know, that. That's yeah. later. <laughs> oh, I get that. It's like using somebody else's credit card. Yeah. So yeah. much fun. <laughs> Jeez, still a good start on that. The NFL, guys. Yeah. I'll lighten it up here instead of uh, con- blowing up the country and satellite yeah. phones. The NFL has come out with a global market program. This is interesting to me. They have 21 teams across 14 markets. By markets, I mean countries. Austria, Australia, Brazil, Canada, China, France, Germany, Ghana, Mexico, the UK, of course, Switzerland, Spain, Ireland, and New Zealand. And what they did was they chose 21 teams and put them specifically within those countries as like, those games are on in those countries now, or will be on. I wonder what, like, Guam... Would you say Guam was one of those? Uh, no. Ghana. Ghana. I wonder what Ghana got. I can tell you. Who? The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> was this by choice, or is this like, you know, put the teams in a hat and pull out a country? Here we go. I Here think they, they probably did a lot of market research because Brazil got the Miami Dolphins, and from what I've heard, and Spain got the Miami Dolphins. Those are two countries that have a huge audience for the Miami Dolphins, Brazil especially. What did Ireland get? Ireland got the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? Yes. Now, do they pay for this? I don't think so. I think it's just part of a global uh, outreach program to, to grow the game. Ah, TV markets. Yeah. Did you say China? China got the Los Angeles Rams. And there are some countries that have multiple teams, like Austria got the Chiefs, the Patriots, and the Buccaneers. Uh-huh. And Germany got the Falcons, the Panthers, the Chiefs, the Patriots again, and also the Buccaneers again. Oh, UK also, got the most teams. They well, have like ten. Look at who got the most teams. The two countries that host NFL the, games. Yep, right. Most familiar with it. So. Mexico also got a ton of teams. Mexico has like 10, 12 teams here. I'm so still it's, it's interesting. I'm convinced they're going to move the Jaguars. Yeah. That's going to be the London team. How about New Zealand, though? The Kiwis? Yeah. The Rams <laughs> and the Eagles in New Zealand on the other side of the world. 
Yeah, that's a long plane flight. Hopefully, they don't move them there. I know. <laughs> yeah. What a New Zealand game! <laughs> Travel to New Zealand and oh, China. No, oh, no. going no. to China week two to play the Rams. Oh no! Can oh, you boy. imagine? Jeez. So they, boy, they really are trying to grow the game, though. The NFL has no off season. We've learned this now. And a couple of two big pieces of NFL news besides that, Diener broke yesterday, including where the next draft is going to be. They're working on that already. I think it's going to be awesome, though. Oh, and don't forget about the greatest college football story you told me about earlier. Yeah, that's another that's one. That's a big deal. College football? Yes. Oh, okay. It's a little biased, but yes. <laughs> just a little. And just to be clear, those teams are not moving to those countries. They're showing the games in those countries. Yet. The no, Dolphins wait. are not going to Spain. Yes, they are. And no, the, they're going to New Zealand. And the Beijing Rams. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's right. No. All right, we that's some headlines. More from uh, Tim Scott's announcement. And when is uh, DeSantis officially going to announce? All next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I have no clue what's going on. Hopefully it wasn't bad. Hopefully it was some form of mistake, but it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of wild. But they have found a higher witness <laughs> to who talk was to. That? It was a guy in D.C., a witness who saw that. Uh, that Mayor Diener had that story before in one of the rapid fires earlier about the vehicle crash near the White House. Up, oh, yeah. Update now, Secret Service. Preliminary investigation says it may have been intentional. That's a big May. Hmm. Officers detained a U-Haul driver last night after the truck slammed into uh, security barriers on the north side of Lafayette Square. Park police, that's the, their jurisdiction, say he was arrested on multiple charges, including threatening to kill, kidnap, or harm the president. Wow. VP or family member. Well, he's going away for a long time. Might have been a Looney Tune. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so he, ra- he rams into the fence. That new fence they just put up, huh? Is it the new part? Yeah. I think so. I yeah. don't know. They made it a lot taller. Apparently, doesn't it, it stops trucks though? I think it's those those big square cement barriers they put in the way that stop the trucks. That would do it. Yeah, it's uh, you're not getting anywhere. Well, good. At least they caught the person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it, it's eh. just a quick little update here because we're running out of time. So we've got uh, Tim Scott announcing he's run for president officially before a crowd yesterday. DeSantis files probably tomorrow. That's no big deal. Heading towards the weekend. We don't know whether it's Friday or Saturday. That's when he's actually going to have the hometown announcement, though. Yeah, and Dunedin. And, and maybe it's on Sunday or Monday. Who the heck knows? But he's supposed to make the announcement this weekend. Right. Big rally. Woo, big party. There you go. So the latest is, how crowded is this field? Glenn Youngkin, the governor of Virginia, expected to announce. Huh? Why? He just became governor. I don't know. Got to sell some books, I guess. Jeez, stay where you are, Glenn. Okay? And then, then you got, well, who else? We got uh, Vivek. You got uh, Nikki Haley. She's in. Is Chris Christie uh, said it yet? Oh, yep. I always bake it into the cake that he's going to run. It's so like he, the law. <laughs> what, who was it that put he should run? Not for the presidency. He should just run. <laughs> he should just who run. Was it? I think oh, Roger, Roger Stone. Stone said that. God. <laughs> and I'll follow this up. Diener had some NFL marketing news during rapid fire. Now we know. What have we learned? The NFL has no offseason. It's like continuous. No, and it's, God, you guys have been talking about it constantly. We just went through the draft. Well, you next watch year's, TV to watch a draft. Next year's draft, excuse me, the year after next has been decided already. Oh, where are it's they going? It's Green Bay, Wisconsin, Lambeau Field. Oh, and the snow? I don't know. It's, I mean, this is like mid to late April. It could get some snow. How about a snow draft? Oh, my God. That would be phenomenal. Now, is I don't know enough about Lambeau Field other than there's usually a lot of snow on the ground during football games. So it's not... Closed, right? So is it like 
parts of it like enclosed so you could go inside for all of this? Packer said it'll take place inside and around iconic Lambeau Field and Titletown for a week. Ooh. A week's worth of events. Is there enough to do in Green Bay, Wisconsin for a week for I tourists? Know. I don't Jeez. know about that. How many people were at the one in Kansas City? What did you oh tell me? Oh my God. Is there like 150,000 or something? Yeah, that was, it was the whole town plus. Are they going to get 150,000 in Green Bay? Oh my gosh, yes. It'll be huge. Really? Yeah, Just for a chance for to see the stadium because yeah. you're probably not going to get tickets to a game. You know what I mean? So this might be something oh. you can actually go to and be there. I never really thought about that. Okay. I mean, they, the town shuts down for a game. So, I mean, with, with a draft there, it's okay. what a party that's going to be. So, if the town shuts down, what are you supposed to do for a week when the draft is going on? I don't if know. the town shuts down. I wouldn't get there too early. It's like, all right, want to go to the deli again? <laughs> yeah, really. Get some more cheese? Get your uh, bread and milk before the draft because no one's going to be open. <laughs> wow. And Jen's got a uh, college football story to kick off with coming up next. You're already talking college football. I am so excited about this. All right. It's it's purely... If if you got college football, then I'll do my college football news, too. We don't care about your college team. Wow. We don't care about you. It actually doesn't involve the Miami Hurricanes for once. (laughs) And and so it begins. It's it's not even September yet. (laughs) And so it begins. And I think we're going to have to take some time in uh, kicking off 9 o'clock hour here to talk about this crazy alligator attack at Fort Myers. (gasps) This is horrible. The guy's alive. He just has less body parts. Just less. Oh my yeah. God! And I it was coming tr- out of a bar. This is crazy. The thing is, what do you think he like fell in the he, sand? He fell into the water, I guess. Oh God! The story's actually going up on the morning show. Yes. Blog as oh speak. God! No. So, All right. There you go. Poor Stumpy. <laughs> we'll, t- <laughs> we'll tell you about that coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Anyone. From anywhere, at any time, who rise above their wildest expectations and imagination. Get more people after yesterday into the Woo-hoo. presidential race that Tim's, Tim Scott from South Big Rally. He had a great and a great speech. And then he was trashed by the women of The View. Oh, yeah. Because he's yeah. one of these, you know, I rose from the ashes kind of guy. And, you know, even though it was a horrific childhood and, and no guidance whatsoever, I finally made it and I'm successful. And that's a bad thing, apparently, according to the women on The View. Wait a minute. We, we've got a guy talking about success? No. Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps? We can't have that. Oh, what, did, what did Whoopi Goldberg call it? What'd she say? Yeah, it's got, it's got a name now. One of the issues that Tim Scott um, has is that he seems to think because I made it, everyone can make it. Ignoring, again, the fact that he is the exception and not the rule. And until he is I, the rule, he has, then he can stop talking about systemic racism. Clarence Thomas syndrome. But I do yes. he- Clarence Thomas syndrome. So, the, the man that is sits on the Supreme Court, <laughs> a Supreme Court justice, Doing that is a bad thing. God forbid your child becomes a Supreme Court justice. Boy, they are, these are people crazy? They are just hideous, aren't they? I mean, it's and it's Come some on. sort of a mind virus they have where you just want to beat everybody down, not hold anybody up as an example, saying, wow. wow, you know what? That guy really made it in life. What can I learn from him? Nope, it's beat him down and make sure everybody's miserable. That that, is, that's their entire game plan. It, it just it baffles me. It's like, oh, my God, what is wrong with you? You know, somewhere along the line, and it's probably within the past 20 years, it became bad to make money yes. and be successful. Yes. It's like, what the hell? And they think automatically that you cheated somebody, you stole from somebody, you yeah. did something wrong, you lied. You, 
and you've, you've created this hatred of everything. And they've weaponized words. They've made people afraid of words. Sure. And then on the other extreme is they work for you for three months and they can't understand how come they don't make as much money as you do because I'm just as good. That's all tied into it. All of it. So Everybody, excuse me? <laughs> which is even what Elon Musk Whoa. is going through right now. Even that guy with some of the most profitable admirable company in the world where people want to work. He's even going through that now. Can you imagine? With a sense of entitlement. Wow. We can't even get him back to work. It's crazy. Crazy. It's a massive problem. It, and it the really end game is. is the whole, it was designed this way to get people more dependent on the government. That's the goal. That's what they want. A massive, massive centralized government. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, you know what I do when I leave here. I, I come here for a vacation. I go home and I end up being outside in the heat and then shoveling muck and cutting grass and I had a kid with me the other day. He quit. He quit? He quit. He says, it's too hot. <laughs> I looked at him and I went, excuse me? Wow. I said, I'm out here. He goes, yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't handle it. How old was he? 16. Wow. She said, can't do it. He says, it's too hot for this. And he just, I'm going to go home. I said, okay. I'm going home. And he left. <laughs> <laughs> and, I went, and you leave the old broad out in the field. You know, I said, come on. I, it, I was shocked. I, I was shocked. I guess you shouldn't be, though. I, I, I was like, oh, my God, really? I, I thinking, you know what? In, in my world, if you were my son and you were 16, the last thing I would do was leave you alone out in the heat shoveling or cutting the grass yeah. while I'm going home. Yeah. That would never happen in my family. Yeah, that's another whole issue. Besides yeah. him quitting, it's leaving you there. To, it, wow. Well, I mean, my kids were watching, too, from the deck, so yeah, I mean, still, it wasn't any better. So. Yeah, I'm leaving. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, things have changed. <laughs> and I just kept struggling along. The yeah. struggle bus is real, boys, but it's yeah. nowhere near the mean streets of Fort Myers or Port Charlotte, Florida. Boy, the I tell mean you. streets. <laughs> we've, had some, uh, we've had some gator stories. We, God knows we know that, but this one, is okay. this the worst of all outside of just flat out getting eaten? Yeah, this is. The question is, did the guy, how, was he really, really drunk? Do we know? Uh, I'm going to assume yes, but uh, that's based on nothing but looking at the scene. So this is what's going on. This I is hate, horrible. hate to laugh. I love the name of the bar. Yeah. Uh, this, is Fort, this is Fort Myers. Sadly, a guy lost his arm He's after only... being attacked by a 10-foot alligator as he was leaving a bar. He's 23 years old. The name of the bar is Bandito's Bar. You ever been to Bandito's? No, I, I've never been there. This, let me try to describe this place. It's basically a log cabin with a tin roof. Okay. It's my kind of place. <laughs> and it's got a pond in the back. Okay. And, and they said what happened was another bar patron, his name is Manny Hidalgo, he told the, the reporters and everybody else that was there, you know, I'm leaving the bar and I hear this guy screaming from the back. The kid's 23, Jordan Rivera, fell into the water behind Bandito's. Oh, jeez. It's Port Charlotte, excuse me. In the early hours of uh, Sunday... Uh, heard screaming for help. Jeez, so this is imagine? Saturday night into Sunday morning. This is like, you know, he must have been hammered. He had, had to, to be. Patrons, so there's still plenty of people left inside. <laughs> Banditos. They hear, the scre- <laughs> they hear the screaming, and they pull him out of the water, and they made a tourniquet on his severed arm. They saved his life. Jeez. He says, his quote is, I didn't lose my life, but I did lose my arm. It's not the end of the world. Well, that's the, that's the... What a positive attitude this kid's got. It's like the opposite of that 16-year-old kid you were working with. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> I'm going home. Uh, wow. Yeah. 
his mother said, I call them angels that were there that saved his life. The chance that someone being there with a tourniquet, it's a miracle that actually happened. She's so, right. They knew what to do. Here's some of the people around town. Okay. I think, I, think, I think they're actually both patrons. This guy talking about the mean streets around this place. You got to be careful, man. Southwest Florida, you got to be careful. It's part of life out here. Well, all kinds of sympathy. Part of life out Well, you know, it's, it's, you got to be careful, man. Southwest Florida, you guys got to be careful. The mean streets of Port Charlotte. But that's, that's not the gotcha. Listen to this guy. So this is a patron. Okay. He says, oh, yeah, yeah. Seen that gator for 20 years. Oh, great. Thanks for telling everybody. <laughs> At least 20 years. The, the big one that I know of. <laughs> if it's the same one, you know, he's been there 20 years. There was a restaurant, right? They just tore down. And uh, I know people did feed that, whatever they didn't eat down in the water. Okay. Did you ever once call, like, the county? <laughs> There's a very large alligator in the back here. Do <laughs> you talk about two uncaring wow. people? Hey, did you hear that guy just lost his arm? Well, you got to be careful, man. Mean streets. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, people fed it. Everyone knew that. Everyone knew the big. Oh, gator everyone knows about that there. gator. Uh, the the gator, by the way, was. From what I could see, it's a large sandy area that would be behind uh, behind this bar. So does this thing come up on the shoreline and like grab the guy? Well, he says he or fell he... in, and that's where he, he was. Probably it's very sandy. It looks like so he was probably walking. Maybe he's trying to use the bathroom before he head home. In the water, and he and he fell into the water, and that was <laughs> maybe that was the was, end of his arm. Maybe he was drunk, and he fell in the water. Banditos, by the way, you're wondering about this place. It's got like a little wooden front porch. It's got a Banditos sign that looks like a banner and a donkey on it. This is what kind of place we're looking at. Oh my god! It's like a good place to get knifed. Oh my god! Well, you know, that's that gator behind Banditos. You know what? I've seen it for like, twenty years. Remember the Beverly Hillbillies, the cabin they used to live in. Yeah. When he struck, you know, liquid gold there. Before he got the Texas tea. That's it. That's what it looks like, the porch he's sitting on. Buddy Epson sitting on in Beverly Hillbillies. Wow. Man. Gotta of go course, that. this has led to all the, uh, everybody's resurfacing the videos of all the old people in Florida walking by lakes with the dog by the water. Oh, jeez. Great. There's like a loop of them. <laughs> this one didn't make it. This one didn't make no. it. This one didn't make it. Yeah, don't walk your dog near the water. It's not a good idea. Yeah, good idea. Or fall into the lake behind Jeez, Banditos. My God! Actually, That's don't go to a place called Banditos. That's my first advice. <laughs> why not fall? Why not fall in the lake? Stay away from the water. You know, I, I I got a pond in my backyard, and I always think there's a gator down there somewhere. I've never seen one, but I'm always waiting for it. Can you keep? Can you like check? Like, yeah, check I think a pole in there. There's enough birds. They eat things. You know, the fi- I got plenty of fish, so I figure when the fish start like disappearing, <laughs> there's no more fish. They figure there's there's a gator in there. So nah, I mean it's a concern because if one sneaks in and then you don't know about it, it'll eat one of the little guys. Well, if it's not a gator behind banditos, it's an iguana in a toilet in Hollywood. Listen to this guy's story coming up. We got all kinds of Wild Kingdom stories today. Yeah, this thing is this thing makes gives me the heebie-jeebies, and we didn't get to the greatest football story of all time. Oh, that's right. That's okay. We'll do it next time. All right, football update too. It's coming up next. The Seth Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. We almost missed the flight. We waited in line at Clear for over an hour. It's probably some of the worst domestic travel I've ever experienced. Hold on a minute. We got people saying they're they're hitting Memorial Day travel problems already. Are you kidding me? That guy was at a what, what uh, airport? He was in somewhere in the Midwest. I think he was talking about Chicago. Airlines say they're ready though. We're ready.
Oh, yeah, I saw the United CEO made, oh, we're ready. What yeah. does he know? Now that we have pilots, <laughs> yeah, we're ready. Americans should be ready, too. Their pilots just got a nice raise. So it's yeah, like, no okay, kidding. They should be happy to fly this weekend. I, it's, it's, it's always crowded when you go to the airport. It's going to be nuts. You know, it's, 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 people's lives are back. Everybody's lives are back. No one's staying home. No one's afraid of, you know, getting on a plane. No one's afraid of going anywhere where there's a bunch of people gathered anymore. And I know that, listen, gas prices are still too high. They should not be this high, but they are down from last year. Remember that remember the price increase right before Memorial Day last year? Oh, it's always, it always so that's goes got, up. That's got people thinking that it's a lot better, too. So that's probably why AAA says, says like, okay, just everybody with a car. Going over 100 miles this year. <laughs> Drive. Go see uh, Aunt Ethel. Have a nice time. They updated it to 42.5 million people wow. hitting the roads. So that's, it's, it's going to be busy. That's a lot of people. You think about it. That's a lot of people. It's uh, uh, You guys, you're not going anywhere, are you? No. We're all staying home, right? Yep. We're going to be out. looking call forward to it, too. Yeah, I, I don't want to wait. Do, I want to sit by my pool and do absolute. Isn't that terrible? Do absolutely nothing. Except dodge gators in the pond. That's it. Well, I don't think I have gators, but. I have, I have, you never think. I have turtles. They'd be gone if I'd have, don't they eat turtles? I think they eat everything. So, yeah, there wouldn't be any other life. Do you have snapping turtles? Yes, I do. Oh, they're all trained too. Nora goes out on the little beach. Yeah. She shakes a cup and they all come running. Give her a hammer. You got to sledgehammer those things. Really? Oh, (laughs) I hate those things. Okay. And a better note. Oh, and Bill introduced this to me earlier this morning. And and how I didn't know about this is beyond me. Channel 5, our news partner is all excited because they'll have it. Wow. This is great. That's right. It's on NBC. Yeah. Big 10 Saturday night football game at the Ohio State Stadium. In November. In November. It'll be uh, November 11th, actually. 7.30. It's the first night game they've had in forever. They're uh, they never, never on at night except for bowl games. Yeah. And Why then, is that? Then, I don't know. Well, Ohio State, when I was there, didn't have lights, so I don't think they could do a night game. I this mean, is... we, the stadium wasn't even closed when I went to Ohio State, so come on. This is a big deal for you, Jen. The only other night games I can remember for Ohio State would be against, like, Penn State. Remember they have... Right. Um, you, Ohio State does the blackout yeah. at night games. And Penn, Penn State, State does, does the whiteout. The whiteout, right. Well, it's Michigan State going to Ohio State. Ohio State will host November 11th, 730. That's pretty cool. I love that. That's a big game. And I have an update as well, guys, since we're talking college football, which just makes me so happy. FAU. No. Oh. oh. Am I talking about but the Owls? New coach, Tom Herman. But they <laughs> New coach, new era. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> new tagline. Coach, new era. <laughs> they got uh, a couple of the opening weekend games out right now, and the rematches from last year. And? Two of the best games of the year last season, Texas against Alabama <gasps> at Alabama, 6 p.m. Wow. Yeah, it's a big one. It's a big game. And remember this game last year, LSU against Florida State. Labor Day weekend, they're doing it again. That was it. Came down to the extra point. Remember that? Yeah. Didn't Florida That's State right. win because I picked LSU. Yeah, they blocked the extra point at the end. of Florida State won, yeah. so they're going to do that on Sunday of Labor Day weekend. Wow. Wait a minute, you said you picked LSU, right? Yeah, last year in our poll, I think. Which means we're just months away from oh, Friday football picks. Damn right we are. I'm yeah. not. You know, every time I did research, I screwed myself up. I'm going by <laughs> colors and quarterbacks. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it Trust again. Trust me. I've already been doing research on the games. I'm ready. <laughs> Jen tried to have a heart emergency during football season <laughs> to avoid it, but she, right. get, she guessed just a couple of months too late. 
I called Jen. You guys are calling me two days after open heart surgery. She's in the hospital bed. We she need just your picks. Major life saving surgery. Hey Jen, I'm glad you're doing well. I'm gonna need your picks though. Yeah, li- yeah. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said you're fine. What do you, what do you got for Florida State LSU? Dying. It's, it's all true. And that is the God's honest truth. I yeah. was like, I, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. Yeah. My chest was cracked open like a clam. <laughs> and you're asking me for the stupid piss. We had to keep it going. I Can't break hated, the format. I hated you. <laughs> the train keeps it rolling. I'm sitting there oh getting your picks. God, get your picks. Oh, you couldn't even breathe. Uh, but so that means yes. uh, by <laughs> when's, oh. when's Labor Day? September 5th, usually, somewhere in there. So yeah, by the, the end of weekend. August, we should be making our plans for Friday football picks. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> a few months. Okay. We should just keep it going all year long. We got the XFL. Yes, the two XFL USFL games. Why not? <laughs> I don't even know those. Who's Birmingham? The one you gave me the shirt for? Oh, that's team USFL. They're the, the champions. S- I know. Yeah, your stallions. The Arlington Renegades won the XFL championship, in case you were wondering. It's over? It's over. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, they went right by me. <laughs> Okay, yeah, if you're not into it, and you're like Mr. Sports Fanatic over there. Yeah, I, no, yeah, I missed that one. Okay. Snuck by. And, and yeah. what's still going on? The XFL? Uh, USFL is oh. going on. It's still happening, right? How's my yeah, Birmingham is. Stallions doing? Uh, great. Yeah, <laughs> you have no idea. I think they're really good again. Are they really? Well, be. that's what, the USFL does not need a dynasty. They should even this out a little bit. They need more parody in no, the USFL? No, they really do. Yeah. They should, like, do, they should... <laughs> I'm not against fixing games, but they should even that out a little bit to uh, promote the league. Can't Otherwise, have... it's going to be like, oh, can't beat Birmingham. Oh, the Stallions again. <laughs> Rag on my team. Leave them alone. Actually, right now, the Stallions are 4-2, and two, Jen. They are uh, tied for first place in the South Division. Oh, who's, the... what, 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 which ones did you have? You had the Broncos or something. I was I was going with the uh, the Panthers, the Michigan Panthers, because it was the same name as the Florida Panthers, and they're not doing very well. They're, they're not like the Florida Panthers right now. The Michigan Panthers are 2-4. and four. Who'd you have? Possibly the Breakers. The Breakers are tied with the Stallions for first place. They're 4-2. and two. All right. Got the Houston Gamblers in there at 4-2. Watch out now. Wow. The Generals. I, I love that they brought back the old names. The I Generals, the Maulers. I love it. The, the Showboats. I like the, the USFL. The Showboats. Yeah. I, th- I think it's some good ball. I like it. Yeah, and we've had good. a lot of USFL players wound up in the NFL now. That's true. That's I good. Like, I like the Showboats. Memphis Showboats. Wow. See, what the XFL is, is doing is kind of smart, though, because The Rock is using it as like a developmental league. Yeah. And they have like a time period where the guys are able to sign with other teams. So they're signing with NFL teams after the season's over now. USFL did that, too. Yeah. Huh. You know. Give The Rock credit. He didn't come up with that idea. <laughs> I think I'm the only oh, one who's still it. a fan of The Rock. <laughs> no one likes him anymore, so yeah. be quiet over there. All right. He shows up everywhere. I'm waiting for him to show up in my bathroom cabinet. Oh, no. It's God, go home. Speaking of bathrooms. Yeah. It's the Wild Kingdom. How did we get to a bathroom? Oh, that yeah. one. Oh, yeah. my God, no. First of all, we had the guy who got his arm bit off behind the bar in Port Charlotte. But this guy in Hollywood, a little bit closer to home... <laughs> Iguana almost no. attacked him, but thankfully he turned the light on in time. Jeez. It, his name is John Riddle. Not only was the thing in his toilet, it was hissing at him. Listen to the story he has to tell. He was uh, splashing and hissing at me. I was scared. I'm not a reptile fan. That's when it <laughs> turned around and opened its mouth. And that's all I needed to see to like back off for a minute and figure out what was going on. I was trying to work up the nerve to grab him. And throw him out. Before I did that, he crawled out and crawled like behind the toilet. <laughs> and that's when I grabbed the strainer and shoot him out. 
strainer? I don't know. I, most people would use a broom. <laughs> I, I I would die if I opened up my toilet and there was a, an iguana sitting there staring and all hissing at me. It's a good thing he saw it. It wasn't they, in the dark. Do they attack? I think they can bite. Cause I, I think they eat small animals, don't they? I have no idea. I thought they were vegetarians. Some of them get aggressive, though. Oh, like those ones in Key West right. when we were there? Right. That thing, like, kept on. It was. Oh, they're funny. not vegetarian because he ate your cheeseburger. Yeah, remember? He jumped. Like, he went flying <laughs> through the air. I was like, it was like a dinosaur jumping at us. I was like, oh my God, we're going to die at the hands of an iguana. You know what I see a lot of now? These uh, pest control people who are just, they special, they're iguana specialists. I've seen a few of those businesses. Really? Oh, yeah. So they just come in with guns and shoot them? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's Well, usually... it wouldn't have a strainer. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you would yeah. go in there at least like a. Like a uh, I guess if it's in your house, they'd use a net, right? Or a snare. Yeah, they could do that. Probably grab it with a snare. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah. I would, I would, if one of, like the size of the ones we saw on the keys, if anything like that ever got in my house, I'd move out. And until somebody like that came in and got it, because I, I, I wouldn't live in the same house with that creature. They, they give me the creeps. They already do. No, stop it. I do not. They don't only ha- come out at night. We don't have. Oh, you know what? I'm going to have a nightmare tonight because <laughs> of you. Thanks. The gator in your pond. You got the iguana in your house. house. No, we have those orange snapping and black Snapping turtles things. on your porch. No, they, they, they're fine, the snapping turtles. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> Leave my little turtles alone. And you got rapid fire coming up. Just oh. past bottom of the hour. Let you know what's going on in the world with a couple of stories going around the room. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. One more time. Today, at least, we got Rapid Fire. What's going on in the world, even since last time, Jen? Well, if we get a good arm, we could probably hit his house with a rock. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. We talked about uh, earlier Jamie Foxx still in rehab. Jimmy Buffett, last week we talked about uh, stopped uh, the Boston Hospital, checked himself in, said it was unavoidable and had to be taken care of. Spent four days in that Boston hospital. He is now home. Hi, James. Uh, on the road to recovery, he said he's planning on fishing trips with old friends, paddling and sailing, getting best, get himself back in a good shape, and he will make an announcement soon as to when he will reschedule that Charleston, South Carolina concert that he had to cancel. And, and, make, and make it a lot more money. Yeah, and he also said that, yeah, he's going to add new shows. So do we know what happened? Did he no, say? not saying. No. But he's 76, so, you know, it could be a million things. Yeah. What do you say? Getting old ain't for sissies. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's not wrong. You're not kidding. Speaking from experience over mm. here, I can tell you, it's not for sissies. Mm. Well, here's a guy that's getting older. He reportedly has left the playing field, but he's going into the owner's box. Well, as a minority owner, it's really just an investment to Tom Brady. Ironically, is now part of the Las Vegas Raiders. Pretty incredible. So, do you think he went after that team, knowing that they were the ones that hated him the most, or it's just because he knows the guy that owns them? Well? Uh, they were one of the most aggressive teams because they need funding. They want a bunch of minority owners, and most of the minority owners. There's a ton now across all sports. They have a lot of money. Superstar contracts has led to you're gonna ha- we're gonna have I don't know who it's gonna be. Maybe it'll be him someday. Sole majority owner of a major major franchise will be an ex player. That's all that. because of the amount of money they're stacking up. Wow. They can't find enough places to put their money. I mean, you mentioned LeBron James earlier, minority owner with the Red Sox, minority order with uh, Liverpool. Right. I mean, he's right, got a exactly. couple under his belt. These, that's, you're right. This is what a lot of players do now. What's a minority? You know, like a couple of million, 50 million? They never really specify. Because I think I that's mean, private, so I don't yeah. know. Because these teams cost billions of dollars, do sure. they not? Sure. Yeah. 
with and usually any minority owner has no say okay. in running the team whatsoever. It's an investment. Right. Right. Was there a team that you wouldn't invest in? Let's just say NFL. An, an NFL team I wouldn't invest yeah. in? Yeah. That's doing things wrong? Yeah. I see. I think the Arizona Cardinals. I would stay away from them. They're fu- But, see, I'd have to look at the stadium deal. Do you mm. own the stadium? How much do you get from it? Because it's still profitable. Even bad teams make a lot of that's money. That's true. I mean, yeah, every, every team is profitable. I would just worry about the Browns. Yeah. Because there's just, just, I don't know what it is. Those poor people, those poor long-suffering fan fans. Base, just, it's a <laughs> fantastic fan base, yeah. and it's just something brownie always happens to I the know. Browns. I don't know what it is. It's very those poor odd. people. It's nuts. So this is, not, I don't want to say this is like a precursor or anything to, to hurricane season, God forbid. But this is nuts. There's a, calling it a super typhoon. Uh-oh. Heading towards Guam, actually. And the reason Be thankful I, it's on the other side of the country. Yes, I mean, it's the other side of the world. But, you know, I just thought about it since we have bases there and everything like that. Interest, U.S. military interest in Guam. I'm sure they keep an eye on this. It strengthened from a Category 2, what we would call a Category 2, into a Category 5 within 12 hours. Oh, my God. It's insane. That's not good. And it's, it's pretty much like heading right for Guam. So... I know it's not hurricane season here yet, but on the other side of the world, they got this going on. What is... Uh, well, hurricane season starts next week. Yeah, next week. June 1st. Yep. What kind of shelters do they have there? Hopefully, I know. Hopefully ones that are standing in place already, because I'm sure they face this kind of stuff all the time. Sure. Oh, my God. But you talk about rapid intensification, though. Good Lord. That's scary. That's over warm water. That's nuts. Wow. Within 12 hours. Jeez. So hopefully everything turns out okay there. Yikes. You guys... Oh, sorry. Did you guys play Pac-Man? Yeah, I love Pac-Man. A I was lot of it. Terrible at it, but it was fun. I, it was one of my favorite games. Lego is now releasing an over 2,000-piece set to celebrate Pac-Man's anniversary. Launched in Tokyo in 1980. Was this, that really 1980? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Wow. The set is based on the 1980 arcade game and... It's going to come with the brick that lights up where the coin slot is. Well, that's cool. So it'll be something cool. But uh, it doesn't work as an actual gaming oh, system, well. so don't think that. I really understand Lego. the Lego sets. You build it once and that's it. Yeah, you just, you're just supposed to be able to build a bunch of stuff. It's all about enjoying the build. Well, in this case, you know what? I remember the story I wanted to the Ohio State Stadium done because yeah. our engineer, our IT guy, he and his kids do them all the time. I said, well, if I buy the set, would you guys put it together? The set was like $4,800. The Legos are very expensive because they came out with these ornate, you know, sets that you can build. How many pieces was this pack, man? 2,000. Wow. It's a lot of pieces. So I guess, do you glue it when you put it together so it stays together? The real aficionados do. That's not for playing. (laughs) It's like a Lego movie. That's what it was about. That's right. You had all the the Lego connection down there. I like the old traditional Legos. It's like you build something, take it apart, build something else. That's it. Not this. This is like, it's gone too far. Yeah, you're basically just, you know, becoming a a professional Lego model builder. It's models, right. That's what this is. You're building models. That's okay. It's just, it's just I can't afford way. any of them. No, well, <laughs> for the stadiums though, you got to get the Rego, the Chinese knockoff version. <laughs> That's it, okay. Twenty-five bucks, you can have the Ohio State Stadium. Well, well, oh, go check it out. <laughs> <Good> God, <laughs> horseshoes. Horse, yeah, a, it's like a it circle. It says Ohio instead of Ohio. Yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> well, this is how far Bud Light has fallen. Uh-oh. Love ya. That was. Love ya. Um, Dylan Mulvaney. Who has not commented about Bud Light, by the way, since this disastrous thing, other than, they don't understand. Let me ask you this. you think Bud Light told her to not comment? No. 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 It's a guy, by the way. 
Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> well, now Anheuser-Busch is buying back cases. Cases of expired Bud Light from wholesalers after the whole controversy. Oh. Millions of cases went unsold after the brewer's disastrous marketing partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. Ouch. That they still have not recovered from. It, by the way, just sales? We haven't even updated you on this since like before last week. That's only sunk even further. It's true. And they are what, like 27% down? There's been no bump up in sales. And it's still a total disaster. One of the most fascinating byproducts of this to me have been the the boon for Coors Light and Miller Light seeing their sales skyrocket because people have now said, well, let me try the other light beers, the competitors, and they don't even have to do any advertising. No. And they're wow. just, they're, no. There's money on the table they, that they left right there. Yeah, so just, we were like, well, how many, seven weeks maybe? Because yeah, people switched? Wow. Just money three in four or five cases of beer already for yep. an average drinker. You're no, you're, you're locked. Hooked. You're locked into a new brand already. Yeah, yeah. You're hooked. I, 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 I don't know how they come back from this. It's gonna take them years. Years. No, it's it's really become a a fascinating business story that might be taught in, in like business. Oh, I'm school sure it'll be taught in school. There's yeah. no doubt about it. You take a business class somewhere. This it's will unbelievable. Be well, will they listen? Well, they understand. People don't want to be. They don't want to be. You know, forced an issue. They don't want to be preached to. They just want a product. That's it. That's what it comes down to. No matter what it is, if it's a movie, a TV show, whatever it is. You got into Target in the last week? No. no <laughs> but I know none, what they did. <laughs> now, they're, now they're trying to put together a pushback against the, the Pride Month stuff at Target, which is in your face immediately in the store, but that's not going to work because you can't stop moms, trust me, from going to Target. Yeah, I know. Can't do it. They got... I, there's a lot there. That's, that's all I'll say. And it is very in your face. Yep. This is, uh, let, let me ask you guys, we'll play a little over under here. You know, I was talking earlier about um, the, the Florida Panthers and Miami Heat both trying to advance to the finals right. at the same time. So game four for the Miami Heat tonight against the Boston Celtics. If they win, they advance to the finals. Game four for the Florida Panthers tomorrow night. If they win, they advance to the finals. What do you think ticket prices are right now? Cheapest seat. On StubHub, StubHub will be Heat will uh, will be way more expensive than the Panthers. Correct, it's a much stronger fan base. That's probably about four hundred fifty bucks. Pretty close. Panthers are probably there at about two hundred. Wow, is he right on? You're almost right on. The really? Panthers two hundred dollars, two hundred to one. You're yep. right there. The Heat three hundred and fifty-seven dollars. I like that you got attra- like thousands. I know. Is this the Cheapest. attraction of a sweep though? Because honestly, before game, the Panthers home game. Yeah. Right before day of game last night. Last night. I went on. Tickets were available. Yeah. I think it's. Is I mean, it the attraction of the sweep I, and that's it and that's history? I think that's what it is. Yeah. And more people want to go knowing that, hey, they're going to advance to the Stanley Cup if they win this right. game. You mean during a playoff game where they have the ability. They had seats available? Yeah, there were some. Not a lot in single seats, but yeah. There Singles, were. yeah. I'm surprised. It was a great crowd, though, last night. It was loud. They were going crazy. Yeah. Those final few minutes, uh, it was intense. They, they pulled the Carolina pulled their goalie because it was a one nothing game. Right. They know if they go down 3-0, they're you know, pretty much really behind the eight ball. They pulled their goalie with they? three and a half minutes left. Oh, my God. It's desperation time. Oh. And another just, one goal man, win. That's like a nail biter. That's yeah. like, you're like, oh, God. But you're right, another one goal win. <laughs> Sergey Barbowski has been unbelievable. The goalie for the Panthers, he has saved 110 out of the last 111 shot attempts. He's on wow. fire. They've got the hot, the hottest goalie in the tournament so far. Sometimes you just and he lost his job in the season. <laughs> That's right. They put him in after Game Three of the Bruins series. That's right. 
Unbelievable. Go figure. So we'll see how this all ends up. But yeah, cheapest seat. If you're looking to go to the Heat game tonight, you're going to clo- spend close to 400 bucks for Are one seat. Are you going? No, it's too far away for me now. Okay. Just check. It's too far away now. And, and also too much money. Available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford it, and it's too far away. You know. Okay. It is a drive, it's though. Just yeah. I'd ask. <laughs> all right, we've got some uh, some more stuff to talk about next. Tucker Carlson has answered the question. Have you seen these people that want Tucker to run for president? Oh, oh God, really? No. He's answered them. Oh, gotta love it. <laughs> is it is it better to have a, a a joint bank account or separate if you're married? It depends. Are you cheating? Exactly right. <laughs> so most <laughs> people say, saying. Jen. Yeah, then just... more to finish it off. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Getting closer to. We've been talking about Memorial Day weekend. So set for this. And uh, if you heard the forecast, looks like it's going to be kind of murky all week. That's okay. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah, I know. That way it'll be nice on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Not bad. Works for me. That we can deal with. Yeah, if not, you know what? Snuggle up and take a nap. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be... This is going to be challenging not to want a nap this week. It's going to be perfect nap weather. I know it. It's tough when it's raining outside. (laughs) It's like, oh, God. All right, we've had... uh, We know who's running for president so far as of today... Except there's going to be more coming. Glenn Youngkin from from Virginia is going to announce. They said he just won as governor. That's what I thought too. Yeah, but he he might get his name in the ring. Yesterday, of course, it was Tim Scott's big day. But I'm running for president of the United States of America. Yeah, I get a little crazy there. I like him. It's a good crowd for him. I, I, I think he, he's going to do well. He will be, uh, I'll say he'll come down to the final four. Really? Yeah. I, uh, he's, he's going to be well-liked. There's no doubt about it. It's they, funny when you announce for president, though, and the main discussion is, well, whose VP would you be? You're like, hey, I'm running well, for the big job here. <laughs> no, no, the, everyone knows. It, it, you know, it's, it's going to be Trump. If not Trump, if something happens, DeSantis is going to move in. So I can't believe he's actually running. I was hoping he'd wait. I was wrong all these years. But somebody's not running. We just got word. What? Big major announcement from this guy. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. He says, "No, I'm not running for president." <laughs> there was a big, there was a big movement called Draft Tucker. Oh, was there really? Draft him to run. <laughs> says, no, I'm not doing that. He just got his life back. I got to do my Twitter show. Yeah, which do. when does that start? By the way, that's a great question. He said in the future. He didn't say, you know, when. Right. So. I'm sure it's coming soon. Mm. Just hang out. Give him time. See, I, it has to start before. I think he's just waiting for all the political people to put their hats in the ring. Then he can just go after each and every one. Oh, probably. Yeah, you you're know? right. So it's, it, it, I, I'd say after Memorial Day, but before Labor Day. Mm. Somewhere in the middle of the day. He's got to spend some time with his family. You know, he, what, is his wife, what did you tell me his wife said it was the first time in how many years they had dinner together on a weeknight? Like seven? That's crazy. I don't know. There's some biography, by the way. I don't know whether it's authorized or not coming out about Tucker Carlson. Really? And that whole Dominion thing. Um, and the leaked excerpts apparently say that whole Dominion case yeah. was the reason why they fired him. Oh, it was? And the, it's a wink, wink, nod, nod, according to the biographer, that it was, yeah, we'll settle this case. But you're getting rid of him. Oh, uh, about that I, that's get rid why. of the threat the guy that dared the, to question the election results geez. wow that's pretty incredible actually Unbelievable. too bad too bad well, we it works out in the long run for all of us it's our junk drawer segment stuff we didn't get to before but needs and calls for discussion and here's yes. one for you here's a hypothetical mm-hmm. 
Is it better for your marriage to have a joint bank account or a separate bank account? Well, is he cheating? Is she cheating? That's the determining factor, say most people. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you're cheating, you can't hide it. If you get a joint bank account, well, you can, but you just have to be very clever. What do you think most marriages would say? Because they did a big study on this. Shared. Yes. Ironically enough. Study of Indiana University. Oh. For some reason. Uh... One secret to a longer, happier relationship is consolidating your finances. Well, it, it, it just saves a lot of grief. You know, everything comes out of one pot. Everybody puts everything in the pot and everyone knows where the money is and where it's going. So, I mean, it's convenient. It's, yeah, it, it's convenient, but it's also a trust issue. You know, you're not worried about your husband or your wife cheating on you, if that's the case. You know, so because the receipts are there. Well, yeah, <laughs> I get alerts all the time. Somebody spends money in my bank account. I get blink. It's right, like, exactly. thank you. So I know when my kids have a card. They also think that came out of this study was emerging finances leads to aligned financial goals. Transparency, like you're saying, and a shared understanding of marital responsibilities. Well, yeah, you know what? Your husband goes out and he buys a Corvette. You're like, uh, what are you doing? You know, and he doesn't tell you about it. And then the next thing you know, you're like, okay, well, see that condo over there? I always wanted that thing. So, yeah, it's... it's, it's and, it, and the longer you go on with it, too, I find myself like... You know, you had like big expenses. You never asked anybody before. before now know. it's like I'll text Lawrence like, hey, um, <laughs> I'm at Lowe's. I think I really want to buy this new garbage can. Can we? You know, <laughs> is it in the budget? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How much <laughs> is the garbage can? It's $175. No. <laughs> How unexciting is that? Well, it's true, though. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> but it's, 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 I, I think shared bank account's the way to go. But that's just me. And I, I've been divorced, so there. Um, and it's convenient, though. It is. It just makes life so much easier. You know, everybody's out of the same pot. Uh, and then nobody has the upper hand yeah. at the same time, you know? They're, well, although that could lead to a fight, though. Shared bank account, but one is putting in more than the other. Well, in many cases, that happens anyway. Yeah. You know, you're making more money than your wife or she makes more money than you, whatever the case may be. I don't know. Lauren called me a ground floor opportunity when we were dating. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a direct quote. I love your wife. Because I felt bad. She had a great, huge marketing career and all this stuff. I'm some scrub starting off radio. radio and she goes, it's okay. You're a ground floor opportunity. Wow. <laughs> that hasn't paid off yet, but well, you know. Have you moved to the top floor yet? <laughs> it was always something. I'm on the second floor, but you know, there's there's still time. All right, very quickly. <laughs> the American Film Institute's put together the 100 greatest movie quotes of all time. What do you think number one is? Anybody? Anybody? Put it this way: None of the movies is before 1978. Oh, I was going to say, oh. here's looking at you, kid, Casablanca. Something. Here's like that. looking at you, kid, oh. came in fifth. Oh, 19, 1942. The classics. Then they went. The with. classics. I like this. They're all classics, actually. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I was going to say that too. Gone with the wind. Number two, Bill. You should know this line. From one of I'm our gonna make him an offer camera for you. Number two, the Godfather. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. Oh, that's in there too. That was number three. And Toto, we're not in Kansas. Oh anymore. wow. Okay, and yet, what does Jen always say to us when we quote guys quote movie lines to each other? Sure. It's how we communicate. Jen's like, how do you remember these lines? <laughs> well, they're written in front of me now. <laughs> <laughs> All the classics. Well, I know. <laughs> anyway, we're yes, on so. here. Good luck with Bye. your teams tonight. We'll be back tomorrow at six. Love to see you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>